I had you all wrong at first. I thought you were a psycho bitch. <laughs> Can I borrow those? Sure. Just working out how to dispose of a dead body. You are a very troubled little girl. Some of your behavior has been downright sociopathic. You crazy bitch! So many pretty parts, no pretty holes. You are the poster child for the Issues Foundation. I need more parts. The whole system is a house of cards. I need a real friend. Someone I can hold. This kill will be killed, so why wear this sleazy I'm planning on having premarital sex. You're right, I pushed her off the roof. Can you contract an STD from having sex with a dead person? You have a beautiful neck. I love your tattoo. Can I get a few more measurements? I love your hands. You have really beautiful legs. You're gonna look perfect. Jesus, what are you doing? People like Natalie need to be punched in the face. She's a menace, and it is impossible to love. Rants do. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode Deuce, Deuce, Deuce is coming at you live and direct with the entire 22 Shots Coalition. We got Double Shot J, a.k.a. Jeremy Patrick. And he has Loser 22, also known as the Jew. And we got the dual personality, Dr. Dave and Mr. Parker in the house. And I'll be your host, the never pretender, the toxic offender, Moves. Yeah. Going on, dudes. We're back in the house. That was a good one. That was a good one. Have you ever used the NES loser? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea, actually. But no, when <sighs> I thought of the, you talk about some crazy bitches, I was literally <laughs> laughing out loud oh, yeah. to myself one night. I was thinking about Dave and how, like, you know, he's so different on his channel. He gets on here and he just lets loose. And it was like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing. And I was like, Dr. Dave and Mr. It's perfect. It is I am to... very similar to Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, if anybody yeah. knows. So Dr. Dave I love Mr. that story, too. Yeah. yeah, it's funny, man. It's funny. Um, yeah, man, what's going on, guys? Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we did the Peter Jackson show. Uh, thank you f- to everybody out there that actually listened to the show. Um, I think it did decently. But that was a fun one. That was a fun show to do. Um, yeah, Dave missed it. It was just fun. Good. It was just fun, I'll mindless. I'll be missing a lot more shows. You know that? it's just i mean we do a show like every couple weeks man you you must be caught up on your shit i'm never caught up yeah no (laughs) yeah apparently either am i apparently shows i'm guaranteeing are the retro shows i'll always make the retro shows that's the only guarantees i'm giving and as did you listen to the peter jackson show i always listen (laughs) ironically what did you think he's on a show that i think jeremy rated dead alive too low (laughs) (laughs) Do, do you remember his reaction when i gave my Rating, he's like, what? Yeah, he's oh, acting Jeremy. like he fucking oh, didn't know it was a classic. No. Yeah. What did I'm he do? I was, did... I was impressed with everybody's what rating on Meet the Feebles. What was that noise you just made, Jeremy? I gave it an seven. eight. It's an eight. What's wrong with a fucking eight? You it's didn't a good rating. It. I did. I gave it an eight. You gave it a like a seven and a half. I think it was a seven and a half, yeah, I'm looking right here. I'm looking it up, and it says that you gave it a, a poo-poo-poo rating. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because you gave it like the same rating as like uh, Bad Taste or something. No. I gave Bad Taste. Meet the Feebles was rated good, though. I love Meet the Feebles, too. Well, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Dead Alive to me is a 10. I love that movie. It's just, it's pure entertainment. It's pure entertainment. And it's, it's so, it's just awesome. 
It, it really is, man. It's, it's got the best splatter movie. It's the ultimate splatter movie. I mean, the last like half an hour of that movie is just so batshit insane. But even all like, there's so many great parts leading up to that that are gross. So everything just works for me, man. Yeah, the, the beginning's the, great. The comedy's the great. Sumerian rat monkey. I love the yeah, dude. Like, there's so many just great <laughs> parts, and it. it's entertaining from top to bottom. And you can't beat the ending. I mean. It is what it is. But then again, you know, Jeremy comes back to him hating like zombie shit and stuff. And he's like, oh, that can't be any. I can't give that a high rating. It's not. It ain't black and white. It ain't silent. Yeah. Three stars. Yeah. So, if you, Dave, if you had to rate the movies just right now, what would you possibly give Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles, and uh, Of course, Dead Alive? Eight for Bad Taste, ten for Meet the Feebles, ten for Dead Alive. Ten on Meat Feels. I, I figured, I've, seen I've, dead, I've seen Meet the Feebles more than Dead Alive. Actually, it was yeah. a, a movie that I showed all my friends when we were like 13, 14. We watched it all the time. What, what did I give me? Was it eight and a half? Yeah, I think it was eight and a half. Yeah. I no, I mean, I'm too. way too high on Meet the Feebles. It's just a. Uh, no, I'm just like trying to remember it, what I gave it. You know what I mean? I think I gave Bad Taste nine. Movie. But I've seen it is a great movie. I've seen Bad Taste so many times in my life. Yeah, like I just I love that movie. It's just goofy. That's stupidness. the one I've seen the least. Yeah, so it's like, it's like I've a only seen now. Bad Taste this first time. <laughs> Meet the Feebles is definitely the least amount of watches out of those three for myself. Dead Alive I've seen way too many times. Way too many times. Do you guys catch the pattern of uh, Peter Jackson movies always having a homeless guy in there that laughs when somebody's getting beat up? <laughs> no. It happens in Meet the Feebles. It happens in Dead Alive. There's a homeless guy in fucking Heavenly Creatures. There's a uh, fucking weird bums in like the Hobbit movies sometimes and shit. Yes, it's just the thing he does. Like every time, I bet there's one of Frighteners if you watch. There's just some fucking homeless guy in the back. Oh, oh, there, there probably is. I actually noticed he watched Heavenly Creatures and gave it like five stars and gave and, it a ten. And now Jeremy was giving me shit. He's like, "Oh, you give that one too?" I'm like, "No, it's a good movie, man. It's it's just really well." Oh, Heavenly Creatures is a classic. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna. It's not a movie I would go back and watch that many times. No, to be no. honest, I've seen it. It's 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 like a couple times ever movie. You know. Yeah, it really. I saw is. Moods gave the Paperboy a six. Come on, man, it's at least a seven. Right? <laughs> That's a JP movie I watched. So I was like, this movie's a shit. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I, I only gave it a seven. I gave it a six. It deserves a six, but I gave it a seven. <laughs> kind of based on, you know, honestly, man, like I, I've seen the Paperboy way a back. Psycho, no, he is a psycho, but there's times now where he's so whiny that it just it annoys the <laughs> shit out of funny. me. I do like the fucking the fact that the mom is the uh, she's from Baywatch. She but was you a, have ten years of experience dealing with me, so you should be used Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He just he Yeah, that kid's got a fucking harder job than you, Jeremy. He's a paper boy. You know the thing I yeah. couldn't get I couldn't get past in the movie, I'm thinking to myself, going, so he has the uh the one end of the um the baby monitors, you know, hidden away in the wall or whatever. I'm thinking to myself, going, like, did he have that shit plugged in? Because the battery's eventually gonna die on that shit. Like it's been going on for how long? a good point you think the battery would eventually just crap out but. well i kind of felt like that watching tragedy girls yesterday like those motherfuckers would have got caught a long ass fucking time ago well, yeah but that's like satirical i know yeah and also it's, it makes sense like pretty girls don't get in trouble for shit pretty people don't are, <laughs> Did you, i never would have totally you know? been a camera in that gym when i killed a fucking firefighter dude they would have i only caught. get annoyed when serious movies have plot holes in them yeah, like down to it, earth. It's easier movies. to take yeah. when it's a stupid movie. Like, well, I mean, the paper boy is yeah. not meant to be comedic or nothing, but I mean, there's just no, this, no. We're talking about tragedy girl. Tra- oh, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, the yeah paper tragedy boy's girl. Already dumb enough that you're just like yeah, the, the paper boy feels. <laughs> it completely feels like a TV movie to myself with 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 some like, excessive Canadian. parts in it. 
but uh, I actually upped my rating on it because I was, you know, it's it's an it's a decent watch. It's you know they did a bunch of killer kid movies around that time with Mikey and I think there was a couple other ones too and stuff. So this one was kind of running the mill for myself. But I don't know if you guys caught my two word review on it. I actually upped my rating for how brutal the scene was when he fucking kills the dog in the bag with the baseball bat. I was like, oh my god, that shit was vicious as fuck, man. <laughs> what was your two word review? Doggy dinger. I thought you were gonna say puppy pounder. Oh man, I was thinking he. I was like, because I I laughed out loud. I was like, oh man, he totally just knocked that one out the park. And I was like, oh yeah, doggy dinger. <laughs> Fucking, I was I like, oh my that. god, it was just brutal, man. And it was it, right in front of the mum from um fucking Billy Madison or from uh, Happy Gilmore. No, Francis Bay. Yeah, I always oh, forget her Happy name. Gilmore mom. Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma. Francis Bay. I always forget her name. Okay, there's at least three killer kid movies from that year there's a, a child's play the spanish or the mexican one then there's relative fear which i just watched which wasn't that bad total tv movie though yeah and then uh fucking paper boy mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh and and onboard too <laughs> <laughs> oh that's way better than you think it's gonna be you're like this is a fucking it is better than start, you, then you watch it like it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm getting I tra- I, I'm getting to the end of the 94 shit, though. That's for sure. I, I started watching Wolf last night. Dude, that, that movie is so boring to me. I've seen it before. I like it. Really? I just can't get into it ever. I like Jack Nicholson. You know? Well, obviously. I haven't watched Wolf in so long. Like, I don't even have a Blu-ray enough. I just have, like, the old DVD of it, so... I, I definitely got to check. Are it you going to watch it? Yeah, I, I mean it's on my list on my short short list here of films to to watch. Still, I, I still have Mary Shirley's Frankenstein to watch, and like I fucking I find that movie so boring. Like, I'm waiting I just don't like 4K. that. It, I just don't like that. Uh, is it's it going to be out before sloppy. we do the show? Because I know it is coming out from. Uh, yeah, know, it comes April. out in April. Is it a 4K or is it just a Blu-ray? It's 4K. Oh 4K. my god, that movie's getting the 4K treatment. It's so. Ugh. The craft is getting a 4K treatment and Life Force. Like, yeah, come but on. I would rather watch the craft, and you guys know my feelings on the craft the than craft fucking Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Frank, that movie is so damn boring, and it's mis- like really De Niro. What? Like what? What the fuck? Was, yeah, that's, what, what happened in that? that? Like who thought that was a good that's idea? That Frankenstein movie is like, half genius, half trash. It, yeah, dude. It, all the great elements to make the best Frankenstein movie ever, but somebody half fucked genius, that movie half up, trash, and I don't know who. All boring. All boring. I blame it's Mary Shelley. I like it. I like the movie. Really? Frankenstein's the best book ever. Yeah. But that movie's a fucking mess. That movie's a total mess. There's something wrong. She shouldn't have let them. There is. There's so many good adaptations of Frankenstein, and you would think one actually titled Mary Shelley's Frankenstein would be one of the better ones. (laughs) In fact, it's actually one of the bottom tier ones. The people behind the the, um, Francis Ford Coppola producing, they had the chance to make the ultimate frankenstein but then like they they don't have the like oh, they yeah, have a the cast, coppola, they have a great cast because coppola just came off dracula what a couple years prior dracula yeah. fucking great, and that's man. a pretty good adaptation of dracula you know for what it is awesome and then and then you man. go and do frankenstein and you totally blow that shit up man it's like come on bros that frankenstein movie's missing like 25 minutes yeah isn't that isn't that like weird 25. though because it, you feel like on paper with all with the budget and everything like you just like oh this should be amazing Right, right, and that's why it's it, it's got it, good it, moments, but it, it it it's 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 a failure. Yeah, all it sucks. it's disappointing. It really comes sucks. down to just being disappointing. Yeah, it really is. So I'd rather watch uh, what's that one? The guy who did 
I, I bring it up all the time on the show. The guy that did uh, what the hell's his name? What are you talking? Bernard about? Rose. Bernard Rose. Candyman. Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. He did one with uh, Tony Todd. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. That. that was Alchemy before the. They only released three movies and went under. I'll fucking tell you what, it's not better than. I mean, it's definitely better than. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein by fucking Kenneth Branagh is ten times better than fucking Depraved by Larry Fessenden. <laughs> yeah, Depraved <laughs> was very... I know, it's it's so disappointing that it was Fettison too, man, because he, he's... so immature, too, he's, he's done so many good movies, and that one was just a... Oh, man, that was Trailer Park, man. He's like... He's a way better actor than... In a lot of his directing, I don't know. I don't want to be rude because I love his acting, and I like, I like some that of one fucking... cow movie from the net, from nine. No telling. I don't like no telling. I liked it. Habit. I love Habit, man. Habit's fucking great. I didn't watch Habit, and that's his most popular. Yeah, it, I think it's his best movie that he ever did. It's it's a, it's a really interesting film. It really is. I don't mind Beneath or The Last Winter either. Those were all right. Yeah, Beneath was fun. In fact, you know the, the Fessenden box that the Screen Factory put. Out, I thought the they did a good job with that, but it's know. actually IFC. Well, yeah, but Scream has Scream, Scream Factory. It's under their brand, yeah, but it's actually under Scream Factory brand, not a IFC on the side of the box. Yeah, yeah, it and says IFC they, Midnight on the but, top. But the thing is, they put Scream Factory, Factory, Factory put it on the side. Yeah. Yes, but it also Nobody says IFC. IFC put, Mood said Scream yeah, they, Factory well, put well, out. But here's what it is. Why correct Moods when he says Scream Factory? Or both are IFC. No, it's actually IFC. No, it's also IFC. It's also IFC. Yeah, Scream Factory. Scream Factory is the company. Didn't even put it out. They just fucking have the movies. Yeah, Scream Factory is the company. No, I'm just saying. It's not. It's not saying what you said. It's how you said it to him. Like, you just act like you had to be right to make moods feel stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Who's actually you? See, no, it's both. <laughs> Bully Dave. I'm, just, I'm not even trying to be a dick, but this is like, this is how you talk to people. It's not appropriate. Am I wrong here? No. You're not no, wrong. you're just I'm not, even, I'm not even trying to be a dick, but it's just funny. It's just like you're, but, but you're that's not the, wrong. But that, you, but you're, you're. That's the problem with today's. I mean, moods is technically wrong. more right than Jeremy, even though. It's a co-producer. They both put it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, Scream Factory actually did the distribution. IFC just sends the movies. Yeah, see, that's what Scream Factory is, the label that puts out these films. So if you pick up an IFC film that's released under the Scream Factory label, it's they have a deal with the IFC films, and that's why their their name is on there, too. They provide the films. Do you Scream have Factory it in your IFC collection or your Scream Factory collection? It's under Jamie? the Scream Factory collection. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. My too. No. Mine too. My IFC the local. collection because I have them all and they all say IFC on the top. So I'm putting them with my IFC. It's not my Scream Factory. Because you don't have a Scream Factory collection. Exactly. I go alphabetical. <laughs> so that's why you're like, I have a lot IFC. of IFCs, dude. I bought a lot during the buy two get one sale on Amazon a couple of years ago. I have a lot. I just do alphabetical. I don't do. So How many of those did you watch? I remember when I used to buy every IFC that, and they, most of them looked decent. Now I haven't seen. I don't really buy them anymore. I know by the year end. I there's some hitters in there in, oh, the, yeah. in IFC, but it's like there's some shit shitty ones too. Well, oh, yeah. they were the perfect family video buys back before Blu-rays were like really yeah. big. Like you yeah. go in there and walk out with like 20 fucking IFC titles for like $25. Like I got fucking a steal. Yeah. You yeah. just broke Jeremy's heart. I know. I drove past an empty building yesterday. Man, it's sad. <laughs> the, signs, the signs still up. I'm like that fucking COVID. It killed one thing. It killed the best thing. God Jeremy, can you break in there and then yeah, like not on the all rafters? the lives are in. Yeah. 
anything. Oh, no, like, fuck uh, the, your lives. They killed No, Jeremy, family. break in there. On the rafters, on the ductwork, right, Jeremy was here, like Brooks from... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just watched Shawshank the other day, and like, me and Carly were talking about that. That's like the saddest scene in the whole fucking movie. He's, I saw a car once when I was a kid. Now they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that you watched that. I was like, he was watching Shawshank. That's pretty. I random. watched it twice. It was on back to back. I was like, let's just fucking roll, dude. <laughs> what? What a depressing movie to watch. Hey, the back-to-back. guy who yells at the old guy. In he's the like, store about not bagging his groceries fast enough as me. He's just like, dude, he's like get the fuck out of my way. I don't remember what he, I don't remember what he looks like, but that sounds like something. Wait, I would f- never yell at him. I would just stare at him. You feel like you didn't uh, cry hard enough the first time. You gotta, you had to do it a second time too. Who watches Shawshank <laughs> twice back to back? Like, oh my god! It was on TV twice, and I was just, I, I was know, it, like the first. I was getting back in the day. Work. They they invented these things called remotes. You could have just changed a fucking channel. Yeah, no. Right, like. No. I'm sure the next channel. That would require him to get off the couch. What channel was showing Shawshank twice in a row? It required Uh, him to get off the couch. What does he have a dial TV? (laughs) He's like, I got to turn it on the dial. (laughs) Well, no, I I sat in on the couch at work and watched it. (laughs) I see, I see. But still, I I imagine they probably have a remote. I bet you the very next channel had a different movie on too. Was this in between you fucking trying to argue with me over stupid shit all the time? Uh, that's you. You're the one that's arguing. I'm just sitting there laughing at you getting all mad. Well, you just don't ever understand anything that I'm saying. I do understand it. I just have a different Why do you keep asking the same questions? (laughs) And sometimes I just fucking exaggerate to make you matter. Matter? Yeah. Yeah, because they get so mad over nothing. The dumber JPX, the matter I get. It's true. It does happen. Yeah, I, you know, I guys, you all know how dumb JP is. <laughs> Y'all know how mad Dave gets. <laughs> well, you can't hear their inflection in a chat. <laughs> like he was just saying nonsense. Shit I'm just sitting there laughing at you, like, and you're you're taking all serious. It's, it's I'm mostly it's, getting mad at myself because I'm staying because in the you're chat. sitting like, there I'm, talking to I'm me. I'm wasting my time. No, I'm wasting my time. Now you know how I yeah. feel, man. And then I look up and I gotta fucking rewind fucking twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right because every movie has subtitles now yeah that i watch i know i hate that that's because you watch I like, like it, 47 rate man movies for 94 yes those are all asian movies with subtitles got us you, you guys thought watch... i'd be able to huh sorry good i wasn't gonna say anything important i was gonna say i thought i was gonna be able to watch rate man 5 which didn't have subtitles but after watching the first four they're very dialogue heavy Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna be able. To. They have stories. They're all story. I don't. I don't. I don't get who puts these on the internet without subtitles. Well, they never were done. Nobody ever did the subtitles for them. Oh, they probably were. That makes sense then. People, yeah, why don't you do the subtitles? Come on, JP. I don't speak. Yeah, those yeah. are like regional He's releases. So, so I mean, fucking learn it so you could do it so you could stop bitching about not having. You won't even buy a fucking slipcover and you're yelling at me to learn another language. I'm just going to get it. Why? Jeremy would go learn Japanese just so he could correct you with fucking Japanese grammar too, JP. Yeah, probably. And he'd still pronounce all the words wrong. A fucking grammar Nazi. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that rabbit fucking (laughs) hole where I start trying to do an impression of Jeremy mispronouncing Japanese words that I can't say in the first place. (laughs) Did you guys watch the alligator 4K? Nah, I ain't got time for that. 
Dude, I, I watched them back to back. I watched them back to back, and I, I, I ri- like and I still absolutely hate Alligator too. It sucks. I think I rated it higher it's this okay. time. It, it's dude, that movie has a great cast, and it's like they missed up on everything in that movie. Like fucking yeah, seriously. Yeah, but the alligator stuff at the end is pretty fun. Uh, I don't know if it saves it just it, though, takes man. Five out of ten. I mean, five dude. Ten. I mean, Maybe you got six. fucking. Oh, there's just like Steve Rails back. I love him, man. Fucking D. Wallace, Richard Lynch. Yeah, we know who Richard Lynch is now, hey guys. Who um, is that again? Kane even Kane Hodder makes an appearance in this movie. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, like, Alligator One, dude, is fantastic. Yeah, it's a great movie. It it really is, man. And uh, the 4K, I thought it looked amazing. It did. It looked pretty good. Yeah. The grain was not very great. Yeah, it's the only movie Scream Factory's put out on 4K that they haven't already released already. It's like when are they going to start doing new stuff? Yeah, that's kind of annoying. I will say that. Um, yeah, it is the only. It's, it is the first original 4K, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I know, and that's I passed well, on. The Sword of the Sorcerer wasn't released, right? Was no, that oh, is that out yet? Sword of the Sorcerer? No, it's yeah, out. That th- wasn't on it's out this yeah. month. You're right, though. Right? They they didn't release it pre- uh, previously. No. That movie is nonsense. I've also, with s- Richard Lynch. Yeah, I've never seen it before. I've actually never seen it. It's it's pretty fun. We me and my friends used to we watched it a couple times as like when we were younger. We just couldn't stop laughing at it. Well, one of our friends looked like Richard Lynch in it, so we kept his name is Cromwell in it. So we kept calling him Cromwell when we played dodgeball. <laughs> man, Lynch has so many amazing roles like that. Man, oh, he's pretty cool. And uh, Richard Mole's in it too. And he's like this weird warlock monster. Huh. Well, sounds like and he alley. has this great line at the end. He's like Cromwell's mine. So we'd always say that. <laughs> Did anybody When's watch 4K coming out for God told me to, man? I don't know. Did anybody uh, watch the um, I don't know. Is that the next one? Yeah, it's the next one. Did anybody to. watch the the 4K of Madman? I'm just curious on the opinions. Still haven't nope. got it. I got mine. I watched Tragedy Girls instead. I was impressed because pilot. every time I see a, a transfer of Madman, I'm always worried that they're not going to keep that integrity of that blue hue throughout the film and shit and I I felt like it was there. It was very prominent in it, so Guess what? We Maybe all bought it again. Just pretty good about that shit. Yeah, it looks really. <laughs> all good. these companies like, are those... making us buy shit again. I, I bought Mad Bad four times. Yeah. I bought Mad Bad four times. I, in my life. I think I have Two six DVDs. copies. I have a UK DVD. I've got, I've got. I've got. Blu-ray. And I only 4K. Have Blu-ray DVD. Oh my god! I have so many copies. It's ridiculous. It's like they're fucking making me buy two copies of Halloween on 4K. It's like I'm doing this shit on 4K now. It's stupid. And it's still not one of my favorite slashes. Like, I think I still keep maybe seven, seven and a half on it. Like, it's not one of my top shelf slasher films. (laughs) The artwork, I still love the artwork and I love the look of the film. But it's like, and I love the way it opens up with the story and shit. I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of that type of stuff. The Mad Men Mars song is fucking awesome. But the movie itself is like, I don't know. It's okay. Right, it's just not one of the. I love. Sl- I, I like Madman a lot. Carly loves it. Yeah, it's like it, one of her favorites. I don't know. Slashers. Just, I'll tell you what. We rewatched My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Every time I watch that, it's it. My Bloody Valentine is a top, top, top tier slasher. Dude, it, for me, it's like a 10 it's out one of, 10. of the best. I think there's nothing yeah, wrong it, with that it, movie. It really is one of the best slashers, especially the uncut ver- version. Yeah, like if you the. Don't watch the cut version ever. No, <laughs> it, it really takes like the entire integrity. Of well, they took out. Away. Even the director said they took out like ninety five percent of the gore, like for the theatrical. Yeah, well, this was Carly's first time watching uncut, and it was like an entirely different movie. Yeah, it's truly amazing how Screen Factory was man managed to uh, to remaster the cut. Yeah, but the, but they 
And do Life Force on 4K. It's just like, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's really kind of crazy, but, you know, we always talked about how it was kind of cool to watch the previous release where it, you know, where the cut versions or where the cut footage is put back in, you can completely tell because it's like VHS quality yeah. and stuff, right? And it's kind of cool to watch it like that. You're like, okay, that was all cut. And you're like, wow. By the end of the movie, you're like, holy shit, man, they cut out like 15 minutes of gore. It's fucking nuts. So if you had never seen that version before and you're watching this for the first time, you, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like, 95 no, you can still tell. No, there, there's the odd. There's a couple scenes where it dips a little bit, but there's scene. There's there's a couple scenes throughout it that are like imp- completely just uh, flawless. Like the rest of the transfer, I was like, holy shit. But I then again, you, the new, but you new, also uh, know Blu-ray, in your yeah. mind. But you also know in your mind too where the shit's been cut, right? I don't feel like the, yeah. the quality dips a whole lot. There is one or two scenes where it kind of dips a little bit. It's not as prom- like you know as noticeable as the previous Blu-ray release. But I thought they did a fantastic job with blending that. Uh, that cut footage into the um, the Blu-ray release. It's, it's yeah, really it's phenomenal. definitely a great release. I mean, yeah. like that's the thing with Scream Factory. They do some good shit, and they do a lot of shit to get some nerves. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. They're very, very lazy when it comes to features and stuff. Like, you know, if you're going to release something under your collector's edition, you know, banner or whatever with a slipcover, now it just seems to me it's just about the slipcover. Because you look at the features on right. some of these things and you're like, oh my god, dude. Like House of Wax had like everything from the old Blu-ray. It's like they didn't even fucking do anything. Yeah, that's such a not upgrade for me. I just had the old Blu-ray. But it's I'm, not even House that... of Wax one more time. In my it looks life. it looks like shit, the old Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah, but I'm only gonna watch it one more time. Well, I'm gonna pay twenty five dollars. Yeah. yeah. I think I got it for like fifteen or something. I'll so probably I'm watch it a couple more times in my life. It's actually pretty entertaining, like man. It. it is. It's actually yeah, pretty like damn it. entertaining. I know, I remember when but I, I just don't yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's decent for what it is, but but yeah, no, Screen Factory with their, they're definitely not like the vinegar the same syndrome. transfer. Oh man, and some of these companies that just go all out like with the with the features and shit, man. You know, those are special. It's editions. interesting now because all their 4K releases uh, minus Alligator are the original artwork, so they're not even doing like new covers for them yeah i'm kind of glad that the thing got put out by universal because like at least quality control i knew it was going to be a great 4k and it looked really good so yeah, yeah. and it wasn't very expensive well that's was, not like, true because escape new. from la has problem every fucking studio how, how was that uh howling transfer moods yeah, it looks good it looks really good yeah because like to me i feel like scream factory is like one of the lesser they're just Good taking the already, they're already taking the transfer from the UK releases. It's the same thing. <clears throat> you know, it, Scream Factor. It's transfer. just so hard on some of these movies, though, man, because like the Howling has never been crystal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it does look good for what it is. It still has the integrity of the uh, like the 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 grain, but it's not overly prominent. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with the image. I think it's very vibrant and stuff, but. Uh, I mean, it's good for what it is. I mean, it's just, it's hard. To, I'm not a transfer expert. Like, I can I can tell if I like something or not, but I, I have a hard time mm-hmm. explaining specifics within a transfer and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. It's just a yeah. I still canals. think Blue Underground's doing the best ones right now. No, Finnegar Syndrome. I think Blue Underground's are better. I think that, uh, I don't know, which, which ones I compared. I watched more of uh, Blue Underground's, but... I'll tell you, Dead and Buried look better than any of the Vinegar Syndrome Blue 4Ks I've seen so like, far. But even that's probably because Dead and Buried never looked amazing. It always it looked always look kind of shitty. It always looked very dark it and muddy. It always looked muddy. Have you seen the 4K moods? No, no, I, I haven't. I haven't been able to get like like I said, the 4K Blue Undergrounds up here are just redonkulous with the prices. Like it's they're worth all like the 60 upgrade bucks. on Dead and Buried. 
Uh, you know oh, what the, the crazy? Oh th- fuck! The scanner cop movies. The scanner cop movies look fucking amazing in 4K for Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. I was like, are you serious right now? Dude, I know, man. I watched one and two back to back, and I was like, holy fuck. Those I, are I great think movies. I even messaged someone about it. I was like, man, these fun. transfers are ridiculous. And like, I have seen those movies before. I used to have the DVDs, and they looked like shit. And I, I just couldn't believe what I was I watching. The, the Canadian DVDs, like the Warner Silville, yeah. Seville, or whatever they yeah. were. Yeah. And I think they were I full screen too. and like super, like, you know glorified yeah, vhs yeah. transfers and shit but this was like beautiful i couldn't believe considering how low budget those movies are right you know you think oh, that yeah. the transfers just wouldn't be They're that just good gory tv movies almost yeah <laughs> you know it's absolutely crazy man but you know it does make me want like you know with the howling i mean the howling isn't like i said you know have you ever seen a crystal print of the howling like it, it just kind of has that look kind of has that low light mm-hmm. shit. it's most of it's in the dark right so you know, so, but I feel like there's a lot of soft focus in the howling. Yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched the howling, though. But I, just, I think Blue Underground's the best, Vinegar Syndrome's like right there. And then, honestly, yeah. like that yeah. Synapse Blu ray of, uh, or sorry, Synapse 4K of Suspiria was is one of the best releases for me. Yeah, but they've only done that so far, and I guess Phenomena and um, Demons. Oh, yeah, they did do Demons. Yeah, yeah that did, was uh, a really Demon good one, too. The demons look so good, man. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Synapse is, is doing really good ones. I put Arrow is really good, too. I, I always, like Arrow's collector. I always said that Synapse was one of the best uh, restorers, though. Like, their Blu-rays, even their old DVDs look really good. But the, when they started releasing Blu-rays, I was like, holy fuck, man. Like, these things are ridiculous. Yeah, besides Deadly Spawn. That's why it takes them so fucking long to put They never put out. Deadly Spawn on Blu-ray. No. Uh, I know. It's so annoying. Yeah, that, the, it was just the, the Deadly DVD. Spawn Blu-ray is another company. Oh, it was just the DVD. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, the DVD. Somebody they put released out, the Blu-ray. But, but uh, like, Blu-ray was the elite, and it, they yeah. just, like, brightened up all the colors. This is the old DVD just brightened up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Upkeeped it, man. It's brutal. But that that's definitely I mean, a film that we, not, need, we need a Blu-ray. Great. We need a Blu-ray. Yeah, for that. I love yeah, Deadly Spawn. Oh, me too, man. It's one of. My, oh, I love that movie too. It's, so, it's so good, dude. Deadly yeah. Spawn is my favorite movie from '83. To be honest, I don't think I like one better. Yeah. Honestly, '83 is not that strong. I think Deadly Spawn is the one. Uh, I'd have to look at '83, okay. but I I know that was starting to downfall. So definitely slasher wise. But I don't when did um uh, Christine Sleepaway oh. Camp? Sleepaway yeah, Christine is up there. Video drum. Sleepaway camps. Oh, it is eighty three. Video drum, dude. Oh yeah, video drum. Deadly spawn over video drum. Psycho two. I could see There's that. I could see that Dave having that over video drum for sure. It's just his personal preference, right? And it's creature feature, and a good one. Yeah, it's also one I'm more close to. I've only seen video drum a, a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the strongest year in the 80s, but there's definitely some good titles. Cujo, Dead Zone. Angst is there. Oh, oh Angst yeah. Angst. So good. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's a good, fucking damn good one. The Keep? Fucking poopy. Uh, yeah, the Keep <laughs> Come actually. Soon. The yeah, Wisconsin no, classic. The Keep's not that great. It is. We're doing directors, <laughs> the movies, the spies. Oh, I thought you were talking about on Blu-ray or DVD. No, it's on DVD. Yeah, not a, it's an Australian DVD, but why watch that when you can literally find a film print online to watch that's in HD? I know, but it, <clears throat> it does have a legit release, finally. Yeah. Oh, um, fucking Twilight Zone, the movie, would make my top ten. <laughs> really? I don't really like yeah. it that much. I like Decapitation. everything except Spielberg. Spielberg one's not very good, but doesn't really fit. 
Um, yeah. Is that the kick the can one? I agree with yeah. that. I agree. Yeah, I that like that's the wor- that's the worst one. Yeah. No, that's not yeah, the one. Back the yes, it the... is. Twilight Zone. The movie is the movie where yeah, they got but their not that stuff. segment. I know not no. that segment. It's the fucking the Vic John Morrow segment. segment. The Nazi. The the fucking racist segment. It's Vic Morrow who gets his head hacked off. Yeah. With the kids. In the in the, the t- Yeah, it's pretty yeah. fucked. Yeah, they still released the movie. I actually fucking watched bastards. that segment the other day. Me and my cousin just watched it. We put on something and it was the Twilight Zone movie. That is pretty random. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking And I was like, story. oh, shit. Not, I picked a weird one, so I told him the story about Vic Morrow. He's like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty messed up. It's a fucked up story, dude. <clears throat> yeah, yeah they did a... Uh, that was on the Cursed Films for the Shutter. I would hope so. You know, so. John Landis... When that came out, was like, God damn it, they're doing this to get our. Because <laughs> people for like they don't remember, and then they bring it back up, and he's like, Fuck, dude, yeah, that working I mean, for the that's next ten years, dude. <laughs> yeah, especially in today's world, man, you don't want that shit being dragged back up. Uh, yeah, dude's gonna when, get when fucking. Get canceled he's gonna get canceled. Stupid shit online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really Paramount's fault for releasing it in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's about the money, the though, man. The they had they money into the film. The movie. Yeah, they had money into nah, it, and they're like, they we need to recoup our investment here, so we're going to, you know, we got to release it. They should have cut that short out and some other director film one and put it there. That's what yeah. I always yeah. thought. I can't believe they even released that. It's crazy. But I could see the movie yeah. because the the shorts are all done differently. But, I mean, come on. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> was cool. They got in trouble weird. for that shit, so it's not like they did not get in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's also weird that it's Vic Morrow. It's like a real, like a, a semi. He's like a good actor that everybody knew too. Right. He was a good. He, tons of cult films. Yeah, man. you would almost think that it would be more of a talked about thing even today. Yeah, like it, those should have been stunt people. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Kill fucking the John Landis is a fucking moron. <laughs> like, well, if I ever hear that guy talk, he always texts John me. Landis. I like his movies. I do. And he's very smart when he talks. But like if he ever like somehow I ever gotten a point when I insulted, he insulted me. I'm like, you killed three people because you're fucking dumb. <laughs> That's all I say. End the story. You literally thought you were smart. I would never say that. I love yeah. I like his movies. and I would never be rude to that people bring that shit up to him for no reason all the time do they really i can never do that <laughs> yeah that's like asking up. that's like asking yeah. a like uh, a veteran like so did you kill anyone <laughs> you yeah, we were, my cousin made that same joke we we're like how was it <laughs> just imagine if you're shooting something and you you're, that must be in his head forever seeing three Five. people's heads get cut off well Fuck yeah of hurt. course it's definitely something you don't forget just kids actual kids and a famous actor I don't know. Fuck. What are you fucking thinking? This isn't oh, Jackie Chan. Man. Fucking Vic Morrow. This is a fucking 55 year old man. I know. <laughs> it's like somebody's dad running. That was Jennifer Jason Lee's dad. Dude. That's fucked up. <laughs> it happens. And he's in a shitload of good movies, too. He is, man. Yeah. Dirty Mary. Larry, Humanoids from the Deep, fucking that weird post-apocalyptic Italian movie by Ennio Cascolari. What was it? Um, the first one? The first one. Not Brox Warriors? Is it Brox Warriors? No. Gate um, from the Bronx? There's three of them. Yeah, no, Bronx Warriors, I think, is the second one, I think. 
Game for the Bronx Part Three. What's Fox One? Oh fuck! Stupid Fred Williams. Oh no, Bronx Warriors is the first one. I think Escape from the Bronx is the second one. Yeah. Well, there's a third one. I don't know what they're all called. Yeah. Escape is the second one, and yeah, Bronx Warriors. They're called the Bronx Warriors trilogy. Yeah, Bronx Warriors is the first one. Escape, and then the third one. I fucking just recently. I I know. Fred Williamson's awesome. That's Vic Martin. That isn't it. And yep, yep, yes. Are we yeah, gonna do something? Are we also, supposed to have like we got knowledge or something? He's also in uh, well, he's, oh, he's also um, in the last shark though too, right? Oh fuck yeah. Precautions were made. Yeah, man. I, so and I love the Robert Shaw impersonation. The, I, I, it, it, I only remembered that because I think what did uh, JP the other day he said Alligator might be the best Jaws ripoff, and I was like, when I think of Jaws ripoff, sometimes I mostly think of just shark movies, but I think of the last shark because it is like a straight up Jaws ripoff. It's actually like a shark. It's actually the best shark. It's the best Italian ripoff. Like all the people are like, we like deep. It's like, we like cruel Jaws. It's like cruel Jaws is objectively a shit movie. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Contamination is not our Jaws ripoff. No, no. no. The last shark is like a straight up Jaws. I I meant Italian shark movie. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Italian Italian shark movie. Cruel Jaws. Last shark's a great movie though. It is. It is. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. I yeah. like alligator more. We're talking yes, about no. Italian. Blue Moods was talking about fucking Jaws ripoffs. Yeah, and then I brought up the fact that I'm talking about actual shark Jaws ripoff movies, and I'm like Italian. Right. Last Shark is well, definitely up there. Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. But um. Oh yeah. So we wanted to shout out um, Mikey Fish's uh, Indiegogo campaign, right? About fucking time, right. JP. Yeah, well, I was waiting for you to cue and 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 uh, tell us to move on. So, um, <laughs> Mikey Fish, big supporter of Twenty Two Shots, has been for a very long time. Um, actually, one of the maybe two Jeremy fans out there. Um, so he, uh, why, uh, this was what like a year or two ago. He did a he made a fake trailer for a movie called Up on the Housetop. Yeah, uh, which was really good. It was a really good fake trailer. I was like, "Wow, this like you should make that." Um, so I guess look at they're... JP trying to look like he made the fucking happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no that in there. you should make that. And then guess what? They're fucking making it. This is on the okay, same yeah, level of right. JP it getting uh, Joe Bob back. I on think the it air. was you. Yeah, Joe Bob. You should, get, a, you yeah. should get an executive producer credit, JP. And also, I got just so you guys remember, I got Shutter uh, on Xbox. On Xbox, yeah, yeah. right. He did. Right. That's right. I talked to Joe Bob the other day. I gave him a call and asked him about JP, and he knew who he was. Yep. I don't think get that shit on the fucking PlayStation, man. I or just know. just general know, apps. PlayStation's ass. What about general apps? You know, like the apps you can have on your 4K player and your, and your actual players and shit? Like, where the fuck is Shutter? Come on. That's, well, that's, that's because, dude, Xbox is the king of, like, integrating non-gaming shit. But it, but Shutter's been out for so many years, you think they would have more options for using their app. on your TV? It's right on my TV. It's on my TV, too. It's on Roku. I have Roku. It's uh, on my Roku, my Xbox, my fucking Amazon stick. It's on we my pro- Amazon Prime stick. We probably can't get it on the TVs up here. That's probably why it's not there. So. <laughs> um, Is there any, any, any movies from 2022 that they've released so far? I don't even know. Yeah, there's a couple. I haven't watched any of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, Up on the Housetop, um, Indiegogo Campaign, for the boy Mikey Fish, I gotta say that poster they came up with is pretty sick. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it was good. I liked, I liked it. A lot. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think they're just doing a short film here 
for yeah, this. Yeah, just a short. Um, hoping that it might, you know, spark some interest uh, once they show they know what they're doing. Uh, um, there's like a ton of information on the Indiegogo. We'll link it in the description. Um, so help support it. It looks like they're 50% of the way to their goal. Um, 53%. They got 13k out of 25k. So um, looks like people are, are helping out. Um, mm-hmm. So Good. yeah, definitely, definitely support our homie Mikey Fish, who's supported us for a long time. I guess. <laughs> Mikey Fish is a funny motherfucker, dude. That guy yeah. is hilarious. That Jack Frostoff video was great. He it's only buys DVDs. Yeah, yeah. He only buys DVDs. So, Mikey, where the fuck is the DVD at then? That's a good point. Yeah, for the perks, dude. Watching, I I said this. Going from watching a fucking movie on Blu-ray and then watching Alice Kills on DVD, the quality jump is jarring now. Dude, well, if you watch one of those from like the early two thousands, like May, bro, (laughs) bro, like. It's so jarring. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, man, this is the first show in a long time where I watched three DVDs in prep for the show. I watched. Wait, but Excision's got a blue. I know. I just never yeah, picked Excision's it up. I just, blue. I had the, I, I remember I actually bought the, the DVD when I was with Jeremy in Chicago. It was like a buck, or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. And uh, so I, I just never upgraded. But uh, yeah, I watched three DVDs. Man, how random is that? Like, <laughs> just doesn't happen very often. But why the fuck does I May Alice kill streaming? Not I have a Blu-ray. It is streaming. Alice Kills is streaming in HD on Amazon. It probably I watched is. that streaming. But like a movie like me, why doesn't it have a Blu-ray release? Like you think someone it does. Just, it's Germany. No. Uh, it has a 720p transfer on Toby. Yeah. You know what, man? There's a lot of German Blu-rays out there, man, that are just fucking upscales. So you, not that you, one though. You, you got to really look German into it. Well, you got to look into them because I have learned that from a lot of different uh, YouTubers and, and people and stuff. They're like, yeah, you know, it's it's promoted as this, and I get it. And we're like, that's nah, not really a great transfer at all. And it turns out it's just a upscale and shit. So yeah, more or less. Turns kind out of a, it wasn't a disc at all. It was just a fart well, in a fucking plastic. The box. thing is though, <laughs> Germany does have a lot of legit companies over there, but they have a lot of kind of gray market companies too yeah. that seem well, very turbine's legit. Turbine's pretty good, and I think yeah. Turbine released May. So I mean, I'm not saying that don't we don't over them. here either, but they do have a lot of kind of. You know what sales. happened last time we trust the Germans? <laughs> what, Dave? Yeah, I say more. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna say <laughs> we the same thing about the Russians now. So. We need the we need the Germans help now. Now we do. Yeah. Oh yeah, our thoughts are with the Ukraine. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do a Ukraine show last next week, but I couldn't find three Ukrainian horror movies. <laughs> Is there three? No, I looked. I was like, man, it'd be cool. We should do a top three Ukrainian horror movies show next week, and I couldn't find three Ukrainian movies. I was like, well, I'm not going to pick Russian. Fuck that. You could find Ukrainian directors, possibly. Yeah, maybe. That's crazy, man. Couldn't even find three. Hmm. Interesting. World War Three, bro. It's going down. I hope not. It's not. I would prefer to not go to World War Three. No, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to go that far. But, yeah. We can all he has to do is push one button, guys. Dude, if he pushes one button, we're probably going to all die. I know. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm why. Be, I'm, I swear to like God, that. I'm going to be so pissed if, if we all die. Well, that's what happens when you let people fucking run your country for 30 fucking years and they're like over 70. Here's what I'm saying. Like, you have to be 35 to be president in the States. 
But after you hit, they're like, we're, we're against ageism, but you can't be over, you have to be older than 35 to be president. And then they fucking, they're like 78, and they're like, you can't say anything about my age. I'm drinking <laughs> function. It's like, get your fucking old ass out of here, motherfucking grandpa. <laughs> no, it is, it is we, we've talked about this before, but it's super weird that we don't even let, like, we, we worry about taking license away from really old people, and, and like, like we president. let them run the country. People say if I sound like an asshole or not, you should not be able to run for president if you're 70 years old. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I it, that, where is, you're from. that has got to be the sketchiest thing in the world, though, man. Like, you're so old. Yeah, you but can't... look at Trudeau. He's young, right, Moots? Yeah, he's he, he's like in his mid-40s now. But We should get the it, Ukrainian president, man. Yeah. That guy seems cool. Yeah, that guy's a badass. <laughs> yeah, I, <got> <laughs> yeah like, like he's, I heard he's a comedian in real yeah, life. Yeah, he, he was. was an actor. He was an yeah, actor. let's get one we of those. See, yeah, we, we did. His Ukrainian politicians. Like, they're ex-boxers, like the Klitschko's. The Klitschko's a fucking mayor. And they're out there with, like, fucking helping the people literally fight. And our fucking yeah. politicians, like, Ted Cruz is like, my power went out. I'm leaving the country, big fat <laughs> pussy. I don't care. I'm not talking Republican or Democrat. I'm just talking Ted yeah. Cruz, big fat pussy, period. Yeah. You got Ukrainian dude that. fucking the shit. Yeah, he's sitting there. He's drinking beer with the fucking army guy. And he has a fucking <laughs> He's like, AK-47. I ain't leaving, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Our presidents can't even tie their own fucking shoes without yeah, but, their diapers. You know, that, that shit isn't always what it's cracked up to be, though, man. I mean, this guy was an ex-actor and comedian and shit like that. You know who else was a fucking ex-actor yeah, that Donald ran Trump. United... What? No, I'm talking full-blown actor. Reagan. Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Remember the crack era? Oh, boy. Yeah, but hey, it's not all it's cracked Reagan up to be, is it? The Berlin fucking wall. Yeah, Ronald hey, he, Reagan. The Berlin wall went down with Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Reagan was okay. I mean, I'm not saying no. he's, I wasn't even alive then. So who? I mean, he he his policies fucking all all presidents' policies end up fucking us. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about and the fact that like presidents. they tried to cover up the fact that they were like flying drugs into the country and shit. Like, that. I mean, that shit's been proved that they were doing that shit. It's pretty crazy, man. Like, that's pretty fucked. We up haven't stuff. had a good president since Abraham Lincoln. Okay, right? like, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. No, here, here it is: the war on drugs, but they're the ones that brought okay. all the drugs into Isn't the country. John F. Kennedy Fuck pretty sakes. respected. FDR was good. Yeah, FDR and also Teddy Roosevelt. Got to get up for Teddy yeah, Roosevelt. FDR was after Teddy, so yeah, yeah I'm just saying. FDR actually did a dig on 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 uh, Oak Island. Man, he was looking for the treasure on Oak Island. I don't know if you guys ever seen that show, but he was one of the guys that was actually looking for the treasure. Yeah, what season are they on now? Seventy eight. Mm, season nine, right now. I think. How many seasons? Anyways. Vladimir Well, they've been doing it. He's old as fuck and he's a fucking dictator and he probably's got dementia and he's probably like, I want to go back to the Soviet Union days. I don't care what it costs. Where the fuck is South Park when you need him? Of course. It's on. uh, New season's on Wednesday. Are they going to talk about the Ukraine? (laughs) Knowing them, I wouldn't put it plastic. (laughs) Listen, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna we're gonna hire Fedor Emelianenko. We're gonna pay him a lot of money to sneak in because he's respected by Putin. He's gonna take him out. There you go. Gonna, yeah, he's gonna put him in a fucking arm bar. So is Khabib. <laughs> Those guys probably love Putin. To be <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Connor was talking shit on Khabib's dad, right? Because like you don't him, do and, that. him and well, this was before he was dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he talked shit on him after he was dead too. But this was before. That doesn't surprise dead. me. Connor's Connor's about he's classless, dude. He is. He was taking shots lately. of his whiskey and he was talking shit, man. He was just talking shit. So. Well, that's what happens when you're coked out beyond your fucking blind <laughs> mind. Fuck. Nobody walks like that unless Sounds you're on like coke. A good time. If I had the money, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, anyway. fuck Putin. All right, all right. Um, Dude, you're gonna get us. 
Yeah. You know, in Russia, that, you, you can't even say you hate the president. I know. You can't even say it. Dude, you have to act like you like him no matter what. Yeah, honestly, true. And and the people well, the, that I are protesting are, are like, like, you, dude, you guys are so fucked. Like, I appreciate the cause, them. but, like, you guys are going to get fucking – this is treason to them. <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah. wake up in the bottom of the river. Yeah, this – it's fucked. All right, well, well that's enough. All those. That's enough politic talk because – I don't like that. Yeah, shit. I don't like politics. Yeah, no, politics. It's fucking world news. But it's well. it's political. It's very much well, politics. Fuck communism. Well, who's listening to this show? Who's like, they're talking shit about my boy Vladimir Putin. If you, if you <laughs> like Vladimir Putin, get the fuck off the show. <laughs> no, I'm not talking you know about anything. Mean? I'm yeah, not I talking about specifics. About I'm just talking about politics in general. I hate all politicians. I don't want to hear any Ukrainian politics. I don't want to hear any Canadian politics. <laughs> I don't want to hear any. Mar- I don't fucking care, man. I just don't care. It's all bullshit. But should we get into the show or what? Into this? Mm, into we this haven't started the show yet. Group of bad bitches. I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna call this episode because people are gonna get offended if we call it bad bitches but i think it's actually a good title no bad bitches is is kind of a compliment i think like you're, yeah. you're bad because they yeah. are some badass bitches in these, well, in these three movies psycho at first yeah no i think that bad bitches bad. but bad bitches is works it's it's a good alliteration I don't think we can put bitch in the title i always talk in alliterations <laughs> and you fucking know that that's how i review everything if you in spell it with z it's okay duh yeah, it's acceptable no then. I, I i spelt it b y b y t c h e z don't say Zed, dude, please. That's what they say in Canada. No, it's I horrible. I actually don't, and I do that purposely. I always say Z, and I people always make fun of me. They're like, why the fuck do you say Z? And I'm like, because that's how I was raised to say why Z. Why do you say, I don't understand. Why do you say Zed? That's the word. I don't even know where uh, that came from. I'm saying like Cana- like certain Canadians. Like, what, Zed? It must doesn't like, even make sense. I know. See, the thing is, when, I was, gro- fault it is. when I was growing up, we were taught to say Z. I think it changed later on in my growing up, and I didn't even notice. Right? So. Power Rangers was really popular over there. <laughs> Lord Zed. I never watched Power Zed. Rangers. Never watched Power Rangers. That's why you don't say Lord Zed. There you go. But, uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to get into these uh, into these bad bitches here in a minute. So, we'll be back. <laughs> And now, our feature presentation. All right, so getting into the featured reviews here on episode 222, simply titled Bad Bitches. All right. Um, That's what we're going with. Yeah, we'll go with Bad Bitches. Why not? Kind of a unique episode. I haven't really seen too many people do something like this, where we focus on... Well, they do really fit all together. Yeah, they they, they do. You know, I mean, they've got got similar themes, you know, similar... Yeah. Um, all right. So, get into the first movie here. Film from two thousand and two, titled May, directed by Lucky McKee. Are you guys fans of Lucky McKee? It's like other work. He's okay. Uh, I like the woman. I like the he's woman. Hit, That's he's about hit it. Miss. Kindred Spirits I like is okay. The Lost. Kindred Spirits is okay. He didn't direct the Lost, did he? Did he? No. Not? No. 
No, Lost is great. He no, the Lost is great. He directed the Woods, which I think I remember kind of digging. It's okay. Yeah, like the, the I turned off all cheerleaders the, must die. I can't stand that movie. Yeah, that movie sucks. All cheerleaders die. I actually don't mind that movie. It's okay. Um, and the, you know, honestly, I'm not. I'm not like a big fan of the women. Everyone knows that. I mean, we had that in an intro for years. <laughs> I'm not the hugest fan. Uh, so yeah, he's very hit and miss with me, but I really like his episode that he did for Masters of Horror, uh, Sick Girl. I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, Sick Girl's good. He just doesn't have a huge filmography. He's done some shorts. Uh, Ding Dong from Tales from Halloween was okay. It's not like one of my favorites. It right. It's okay. And then his uh, short from December, which I don't remember because out of twenty five shorts on that anthology, I think maybe four or five were memorable. Good. Yeah, yeah it, it really wasn't a good movie. At no all. man, I think there's like four hours. Like that. The a- the, the animated one was the best one because it was shocking and brutal. But uh, oh, the the rape one, yeah, dude, that one's brutal, man. Yeah, that <laughs> one was. They made it up. rape anime animated one, <laughs> dude. It's nasty, man. It's like oh, yeah, God. it's I, like child rape, isn't it? Yeah, it's pedophilia, man. It's brutal though. Like it, you yeah, just like can't Santa even believe it. Fucking raping the little kids. Yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> nasty. It, it really sticks out in this anthology of a bunch of shits. But, um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, May. Quick little synopsis: A socially awkward veterinarian assistant with a lazy eye, <laughs> an obsession with perfection, descends into depravity after developing a crush on a boy with perfect hands. All right, so our lead in this His film. His hands aren't even perfect. All right, just get it out of your system and say I'm May. Just get it out of your system. I was watching this fucking movie, going, these guys are gonna fucking. Just May's too, May's too nice. Cool. No, yeah. you were May, May. You were May about four or five years ago before you gained like eighty pounds. But yeah, you were that. You were that skinny little Angela Bettis for sure. Except for she is better. No, looking. but but I felt bad for May. I don't yeah. feel yeah. bad for her. No, it, it's it's the socially awkwardness of her, and you know, the, yeah, she's. Yeah, so Angela Bettis is like casted perfectly in yeah. this film. She plays this socially awkward character so damn well. And I, I even said that too when we talked about the remake of Carrie when she was cast as uh, as Carrie. And I was like, it's perfect because she's literally that type of character, right? Um, and uh, yeah, we also got Jeremy Sisto in the film too. And I always thought that Jeremy Sisto was like, he would have he played a perfect Jim Morrison. He just reminds me of yeah. Jim Morrison. Like, yeah, good yeah. choice. Yeah. Right? Well, guess who's he's in? Guess whose new movie? Uh huh. I have no guess idea. No, I don't know. No. Cole Duder's new movie. No. Is he Is really? It? Yeah, he's the star. Oh wow! What the hell? Crazy. And, uh, yeah, we got James Duvall in this film. We'll talk about him in another movie too, which is just kind of weird yeah. that we put Funny. these movies together and he kind of demises the exact same way. It's pretty trippy. Uh, and Anna Ferris, man, Anna Ferris shows up in this too, is like a lesbian. <laughs> it's yeah. We character. also got that fat guy from Borat. Oh yeah. The fat he guy from Borat. Yeah. <laughs> Anna Ferris is ca- ever seen him in. Yeah. Uh, so the cast is, uh, the cast is pretty good in this movie. Um, but really the shining star in this film is uh, Angela Bettis playing this socially awkward oh, yeah. character. And she just like right from the opening scene, dude, it's just incredible how well she played. You know, like when you see something awkward in real life, you know, like a total train wreck and shit and you feel bad, but you feel embarrassed for those people. Like, you know how you get that embarrassing yeah. feeling shit. That's how I feel when that's I watch this entire, entire movie. movie. And yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. Like you to can't pull watch that. it, right? Yeah. You, you, like it's it, rough. You it, hate it. It's you, impressive yeah. to pull off something like that for like 90 minutes. You know, it's just incredible. The performance in this movie. And I always thought like, 
it's just highly underrated because you don't really, pe- you know, when you talk about great performances and films and shit like that, certain ones people mention and stuff. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone mention An- Angela Bettis as uh, May before. I think it's when great- we did it on the summer series, I made a huge deal about how good her performance was. Yeah. Were, were you on 2002? No. Wait. Oh. No. I don't but think you, I, I was the actual adjudicator on 2002. May, May was and it picked, came for right? me picking. It was came for they wanted somebody wanted dog soldiers. It was May and dog soldiers, and you guys pick May, whoever was on there, and I stuck with May. Yeah, that's smart. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a tough choice, but I was like, Yeah, May is a great movie. Is I, so good, dude. Like, I mean, even like her mannerisms are perfect like it, when angela bettis is on dude she's fucking great actress it's a good script she though. actually scared me she scared me in this movie like she made me like when she's staring at jeremy cisco and he's just like confused for a while while she's staring at him like later on after they like started a relationship yeah she, she it, like bothers me like I'd, I'd be like get the fucking i'm she literally looks like she's just, just fucking terrifying yeah you know and, and you know what i like about this movie too is they don't like Jeremy Sisto is actually like not a bad dude. It's not horrible. Like he he's he's he feels bad and he's tr- he's yeah. tries to be cordial with her after he's like uh, this isn't gonna work type thing. But it's just she's so uncomfortable that it's yeah. like you almost uh, if you even give a little bit she's gonna run with it. So it's like you almost have to be like cold. Well, the you thing know, is, like, he doesn't understand. Well, either. I think you kind of like get that when. I think you kind of get that when she like shows up at his front door and he's like oh how long have you been standing there two hours it's just like and he's he doesn't even believe it at first yeah he he's doesn't like, know how to react he's like well, he's serious he's a you? he's a totally good dude though because i think when he first meets yeah. her like their first interaction is obviously very very Argento. awkward like i mean he he's passed out <laughs> yeah, in a he re- acts like trauma is like some classic he's, he's like, like you've never, never seen, seen trauma? trauma that's why I'm okay in the <laughs> oh i laughed at that i was like <laughs> i laughed at i thought of dave too i was like you have never seen trauma yeah but but i mean honestly like he's he's pretty you can tell that he's a good dude because anybody that wakes up in a restaurant whatever with some girl kind of like rubbing your hand on her face and shit like that. Like that's, that's, that's an awkward situation. Like in the way she reacts, she falls back, stares at him and she's like, what the fuck? Doesn't say anything, runs away kind of thing. But to even have to develop a relationship with someone like that after is, you know, he's obviously got, you know, he's, he he seems like he's a good dude. He's a good dude. And you can tell even when they start the relationship, he says that. Yeah. Even when they start the relationship, like like, he's weirded out by him. Like he's weirded out by her, but he still sticks with it. And I like the scene where he's showing her uh, the short film and stuff and he's watching a reaction. And like, it's funny because like he, he knows that's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a little bit graphic, you know, he's cutting off or biting off the finger and stuff. And he's watching reaction and she's just like loving it, getting off. She on it overanalyzes it though. She goes, well, that's kind of unrealistic. Yeah, you know? I, I just uh, love that. I love that scene though. Well, yeah. She's like, well, I don't think that uh, she could have actually bit off his whole finger with one bite. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand anything. She doesn't, yeah, understand, she doesn't anything understand anything at all. Anything. No, no. She's uh, she's completely blinded by reality, for sure. Yeah. And You uh, know what I love about the movie, in, in a way? If you want to finish, go ahead, Mose. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah. I Just quick, I was just going to say, I love that the horror fan is so intrigued by the dark and like macabre, but then when he gets too close to it, he's just like, oh, shit. Like, he doesn't want the real yeah. thing at all. <laughs> but it's I think like, a lot of us are like, like that, a, though. Uh, you know, I oh, think we all, nobody, oh, wants, yeah. nobody wants, right? Like, <laughs> right. like we sit there and love like, you know, these massacres on screen and shit. If you saw that in real life, dude, you'd be like, no, never again. 
right? Like I'm going home. Right. It's just, it's, it's very traumatic and stuff like that. Well, I don't but, think uh, like going back to Twilight Zone the movie. It's like John Landers was like, yeah, I want to see somebody's head get cut off again. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm sure like, that was think. not a thought. Yeah. Yeah. But like, for example, though, to to speak on that is like, what when they're uh, when they're talking about what she does for work, and he's like, basically, like, oh, I like dark stuff, and she's like, oh, well, check this out, and she starts telling about the the dog's guts that burst yeah. open and shit, and he's just like, uh, that's, yeah, that's. But when it's like she... left though, like after that, it's like, would you have still called her after that interaction? Probably. Probably. It's know. not even the story though. Like, I mean, obviously the timing of the story is a little bit off because he's like eating and shit, and but it's the way she tells the story is so perfectly executed because he notices that she's smiling and getting off on the story, like she enjoyed it. Right? Yeah, but the, I think I I think it's a part of her enjoying it, and then a part of her thinking that that's what he wants to hear right, because right. he said because well, she takes everything she literal. Yeah, you know yeah. What she, I mean? she like she again understand that the setup in the movie is actually really brilliant because she is quite blinded by reality. She has no idea what other people want, and and you know what they're you know I mean that's just not normal to be getting off on shit like that, right? But I like the setup with her like you know her cross eyed or stigma or whatever the fuck she had with her glasses and stuff. It's it's kind of a good metaphor for exactly how she is in in the real world like she's kind of blinded by reality right hence you know her whatever you call it what do you have that when you have no. one cross side and then they fix it with glasses astigmatism like yes. well that's what i thought yeah. she had a lazy eye but i think there is a technical maybe does stigmatism, stigmatism isn't it called astigmatism yeah i think that's what astigmatism but anyways my that point, when your eye shakes that's when your eye rattles by yeah itself. i think that's what that's what franklin gellis got and right. uh, that prout taylor vince guy i think is astigmatism but anyways regardless of what it's called it's kind of a nice setup with her eyes and stuff and how she is actually kind of completely not seeing reality properly but um but yeah no this is uh there's so many scenes in this film where you watch her performance and you're like it's so damn perfect you know what i think the most ironic thing is though like her breaking point in the film when she's in the apartment and she's pretty much had it and she throws that ashtray at the cat and kills the cat (laughs) and and then that's when everything like just like she completely kind of snaps and stuff right and her demeanor goes from super socially awkward, like shy and can't look at people and stuff like that to almost being normal. Now she's got her head up and she's kind of looking yeah, at people. Like it she, is she's wearing that dress. She shows up in that dress. And yeah, right? Like when she's, yeah. and all of a sudden the, her whole demeanor changes and it's like she went from being awkward and weird and shit to like crazy, but almost normal to people. It was weird. It's such a great transitional. Well, she also film. loses sympathy there. Like yeah. she loses all sympathy from me because in the whole movie you feel bad for her when she kills the cat sometimes it's weird like people always feel bad for, for people who are outcast yeah but a lot of times outcasts are not good people either no no <laughs> that's the thing that people forget they always think that like and i know they're created by society in a lot of ways or just bad upbringing but at, at one point you're just like well i think we got to cut ties with this person throwing ashtrays at cats and shit for <laughs> see that's one thing about this <laughs> that's film enough. that's it's very interesting i think that she was always mentally bothered and stuff like she was obviously so socially awkward that yeah. like she basically kind of raised herself with her dolls and i always said that people had, well, that had too many thing it's like I, that's the one thing with the movie with the doll it's just like well, it's there but i don't feel like it has much meaning well no it does. i have a, i have a couple of theories on it, it, the cracking I, of the glass is her it, it's a metaphor. She, she's oh, like, dude, the cracking of the glass is like, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so a, her mind is cracking. The glass cracks. Yeah. And yeah. she might be mentally doing it. That's why it breaks with the kids and stuff. And at the very end, either she's imagining the doll toucher or she's using her mind to move the doll to touch her. I she think made it, her own friend and she, 
I yep, think it's straight. I think. I think it's straight. Mm. Uh, I think it's in her 100%. mind too because you know she's a very kind of introverted kind of you know awkward person and stuff. Yeah, like but that. there's no way to tell. That's what the beauty is. There's yeah. no way to tell. Yeah. It, it, you know, either the doll came to life, she because <laughs> she willed it to live. The, she's using her so-called telekinesis she may or may not have, or she's imagining it. Like, see, I don't see, think there's I, really anyone. I personally hope it's not a telekinetic thing because then the first thing yeah. I think of is Carrie, which is kind of ironic that she ended up playing her after this. But, but I here. see, I always thought that it was the doll thing, like how she talks to the doll. She's like, you know, she's freaks out on the doll a few times and stuff. But I think the product of her interactions with the doll is because she literally has no friends, but her apartment oh, and her dolls her and stuff. Friend. Right. And so she, she created this relationship inside her mind. Like if you think about it though, if you spent every single day just going to work and coming home and not interacting with anybody, but you have these dolls who are figments of humans, like they look like people, blah, blah, blah. And you, you create that relationship inside your mind. Like it kind of make you go psycho. And I think it is really much all in her head and stuff. And, but, but uh, yeah, but you're right. JP, the, metaf- the metaphor, pressure. I know. And I, I love that shit, man, too. It's like, yeah, it's like just a tad bit of artsiness that, yeah. the like, I mean, the metaphor is clear as day. I mean, the glass is yeah, breaking. I it's her mind cracking. Yeah, it, it's it's you very know, well. I think it, it could be open. Yeah, but I, I really do hope I that hope McKee wasn't thinking the telekinesis either because I think because my instant reaction when you brought that up, and I've kind of thought of that before, was Carrie. That just, it's a Carrie ripoff in a sense because her character in this movie essentially is kind of Carrie, right? She's the same socially awkward person that has issues and yeah, it, but without the which I thought without was not with, without problem. the telekinesis. Or yeah. it could just be the, well, I guess the general. She, no, they, willed they, that, she willed that doll to be alive. Yeah, right. But, mean, but when you have no but, friends, man, I mean, the, the the one thing in the world that you do want is a friend, right? I mean, you spend a lot. I bet you there was a lot of people in the last couple of years with COVID who spent all their time inside because they were scared to go outside, probably started maybe yeah. talking to their stuffed animals and doing weird shit that they never did before. They were isolated in their houses. And it's I'm not trying to make fun of these people. It's a fucking fact. It's how people's mentalities react to, to situations in reality. And her reality is I have no friends. I have no one to talk to. I'm going to talk to my dolls. Hence why she makes her own you clothes. You got a big stuffed stuff animal the collection over there, Moods? What's that? You got a big stuffed animal collection over there, Moody? <laughs> I actually don't. Have that. The way you said with... it, you acted like everybody had stuffed animals. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm saying, though. You should have stuck with the name Yam. But it does make sense for somebody yeah, that I know doesn't have saying. any friends. I know friends, what you're saying. Yeah. For somebody that doesn't have any friends would possibly have dolls. I, I mean, just, I mean, I'm not trying or to say that. Or something in their house they right. talk to. They right. talk to. Like, right, right. Do um, you talk to your pets, Moose, when nobody's home? Absolutely. I talk to I my, talk to my yeah, pets. I will, I will not lie. Because they know what you're I it's talk to alive. my pets like they're humans. Like, I'll be like, Bonnie, what do you think of this? Yeah, me too. And I know she's not going to answer, but it's just, it's that interaction. And like, she's looking at me with, or just give her them head. dumb nicknames. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I have like 30 different nicknames for all my dogs. It's ridiculous. But I do spend a lot of time in the house by myself, right? You know, twice working. I, I work from here and, you know, I, I got my dogs, right? So I get where the mentality, I'm not insane. At least I don't think I am, but I do spend a lot of time talking but i'm not like that weirdo that's like answering questions too i think you're going a little bit far if you're answering oh, yourself and shit hey Candyman blu-ray what do you have for today yeah. i think every i think blu-ray? honestly everybody does talk about hey Candyman blu-ray you're gonna go away soon because i'm getting you on 4k you know, <laughs> it's not even so much with me like i'm one of those people that likes to think out loud because if i hear my if i hear my thoughts out loud i process it better 
Like if I'm just thinking about something, I'm like, okay. But then if I say it out loud, I'm like, oh yeah. So this blah, blah, blah. It's like working out math. Like I have to do it out loud for some reason. It's just weird. Um, but then I'm like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense to me, but that's just the way my brain operates. But, but, uh, one thing I noticed a correlation between these three movies is, and they're all like this. Every movie you watch with the mentally ill main character or a psychologically damaged character, whether it's psycho or most, mostly the psycho sequels, but any of these ones, all the side characters are offbeat and zany and weird, and they're you know very entertaining one, and funny. Dave, and they're all like you that. Wa- you know another one right. that made you watch that would have felt Office Killer would have fell in this category. Office Killer is another one, yeah. And all yeah. the characters are offbeat in that too. And uh, like I said, yeah. all of them are like that. Dream no evil. Everybody's fucking crazy. Everybody's yeah. crazy in these movies. And the the main person is the one that everybody's like, you're the craziest. And this is like. James DeVall's fucking batshit in this. Jeremy Sisko's a little off. The fucking uh, Anna Faris is insane. <laughs> is the fucking everybody's nuts. She the comes fucking, off like she's insanely high the whole time. Like she's just like, yeah, I'm gonna flaunt my yeah, sexuality, but I'm like dip, super dude. high. She's perfect. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I knew a girl that was just like that. I always she Anna Faris and her reminded me of like the same. Mm-hmm. You, you are I don't right really though. have any negatives on this movie. You are right though. There like no when you have when you have a protagonist or an antagonist, I guess whatever you want to call them in these movies, but our lead badass bitch. Um, yeah, and you know they have mental issues and they they kind of live in that reality of you know having mental problems and stuff. But you're right though. There is a lot of weird and zany characters around them, and it's almost like it's. It, it, it's weird. It's almost like their weirdness and their reality is like almost magnetic to these type of people, right? Like, what are the chances that yeah. she would just go and sit down next to to James Duvall in this in the film and stuff like? It's just weird, like that, right? Like that guy is obviously yeah. And I'll do the I'll do the most Canadian thing here ever out to lunch just to just to make Dave laugh out to lunch. <laughs> but um, but I'm just saying. But that guy's obviously just kind of a weirdo, and he's like being overly nice and shit, and she doesn't really get it because she doesn't really get anything and. Yeah, and then he has a demise. Has <laughs> James all ever not played a weirdo in a movie? You know what? I think there's just something about his look. He's just perfect for this I type love, of weird... I love his voice. He's got the greatest voice. Dude, his hair... Like, who the fuck came up with his hairstyle in this movie, though? <laughs> like, what the... It's 2002, man. <laughs> I just love when he's like... He's such a weird character. He's like, man, he's like, bro, I'm totally burning up on you. Can I take my shirt off, bro? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's so such ta- a terrible reason to take it. He's like, No, on. and then he takes his it's shirt like off. like those Slipknot, like and... those big pants. Remember those uh, Jinko oh, yeah. pants they used yeah, to wear yeah. in the spike? Yeah, there's Cardo a lot of kids pants. that had the hair. Oh, dude, yeah. totally. And then, like, two seconds there, he's like, oh, I'm still burning up, bro. You got some ice to, like, rub on my nipples? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Who does that? Wouldn't that you be like, get out of my house right now? He's a quick mover. No, yeah. he wants to go to the freezer and find the dead cat, and that's what's weird. It's you know what I love, about, I love about that scene, though, is that they didn't really beat around the bush on it a whole lot. Like, you think that he's yeah. going to half open it up, and she's going to talk to him, and then, he's, you know, it's going to really kind of play. You know how those scenes always play out way too long and stuff? He notices I like the cat that read away, edited. and he's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is that?" You know, I, I love that scene, man. But that's okay. It's edited full too. The kill, how it like shows it and then cuts back. Right, right. Yeah, it's kind of a strange edit. Right, it's cool. right, right. And and then, you know, going actually leading into that, man. That's one thing about this film that I really enjoy the most out of all three of these films. Excision's pretty good, but it does it differently. This one plays it more um, in a reality. You know. Um, but the pacing in this movie is fantastic. I love the character study of May throughout this film. Like it really does showcase, and it makes the third act feel so appropriate because we see this build up until she completely, literally breaks. 
right? Yeah, and everything's then, and, set up too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so it's so perfectly executed. Like you feel for her, and then she snaps, and you kind of don't because you're not really supposed to feel for her at this point because now she's just killing people and shit. And but at the same time, you kind of do because like of what has happened to her before this. But the build up, the pacing is fantastic in this film for like a 95 minute film. There's never a downbeat moment of like oh my god, just moving along kind of thing. There's always something happening that makes sense in this. And I love that, too, because, you know, a lot of people can watch these films. Like, I, I remember seeing reviews back in the day of Alice Kills and people are like, eh, it starts out good and the whole middle of the movie is fucking terrible. And then, you know, and then it finishes off with a bang kind of thing. And I'm like, you know, I, 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 I get people's points on that, but not really. But, you know, when you're doing... I think you're deal- Alice Kills opening is the weakest part of it, actually. Like, when you deal with character studies, you have to have that character buildup. You have to give the viewer something when, when you're doing this type of film, when you're dealing with mental illness and stuff like that. Right. So, but I think may does it the best. This, the script is, is fantastic in this and it's executed perfectly in my opinion. So I had to say that guys got anything I mean, else on the film. I agree. I think I like, there's just, I mean, I just love her like mannerisms and like watching her performance. Like, it's one of those movies where you just like find yourself like watching her in a scene because of all the different shit that she's doing. Like even the way she's like trying to smoke and stuff is so awkward and hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even so like, like when she's well, she wants to fit in because she's never fit in anywhere. Right. Well, she's just, you know, well, she's and she's cool. open to new shit. They yeah. do do that cliche but, thing. And like, I don't know if it's because yeah. that she was practicing smoking, but what, but by the time she becomes like, I wouldn't say grounded in reality, but not socially awkward after she breaks all this at the point where she breaks, she totally smokes cool now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause she's like badass now. I know. Yeah. And then like, um, it's funny though, because if that movie was made, Nowadays, there ain't no way he's giving her a whole pack of cigarettes. <laughs> it's like fifteen bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Uh, some places, fifteen yeah. to twenty it, bucks it, for a like pack. Here, I think. Yeah. It's like in Chicago, it's like seventeen fifty now. I bet out in California, where this film's set, they're probably like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? You know but, what part? Yeah, is, it's it's just funny. You know what part is disturbing in this film is when she's when she's hanging out with the. Uh, with the blind kids and she brings a doll there and it falls on the ground oh, and, they all get fucking glass and the glass smashes yeah, that shit cracks me up and all the kids are like on their super disturbing. on their hands and knees and yeah, they're but all don't getting you think they know what glass shit. sounds like oh man they're like, yeah, they're, want to touch it. but they all wanted to they all wanted to feel it because they can't see it right so they didn't give a shit about the glass but then again would you really know like, how much yeah. was there and i mean i guess if you put your knees and hands down you'd probably be like ouch that hurts i wouldn't keep going yeah. <laughs> you know kind of thing but that seems brutal because it's like 10 kids that are blind and they're just being all hacked up by and this. her too everybody starts panicking and there's just like fucking blood everywhere yeah it's a fucked up yeah. scene dude it's real it's the that's a man. lawsuit yeah oh man could you imagine Everybody's gonna get a fucking get HIV test and shit. <laughs> I mean, come on, there's like twenty people rolling around in blood. If I would, I'd be like, yeah, you might as well give my kid an HIV test. Yeah, too a bunch of, of kids, you know, they all have AIDS. Her too. May was in there. That fucking crazy person. You don't even fucking know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. May? She's clearly yeah. hasn't gotten laid before. So how the hell is she gonna get AIDS? Yeah, they know that. They're like, have you had laid? She's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Somebody like that could be fucking just eating garbage out of McDonald's, fucking eating tampons and shit. You don't know. <laughs> Anyways, if it was my kid, I'm getting the kid tested for HIV and hepatitis. Hepatitis, yeah. 
Yeah. After running around on the ground with 20 other kids in May. Yeah, because those places are like havens for fucking germs and you know shit like that. So, ugh. Oh, you would be concerned when you moods. Oh yeah, man. Like <laughs> daycares and all those fucking things. Glass. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's bad. It's just pure filth. Jeremy doesn't care about his imaginary kid. No. <laughs> He'd let him get shot like that movie. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> no, that movie. I'm not talking about that movie. No, that that <laughs> oh. one sets uh, Dave off, man. Serbian film. <laughs> I'm just fucking around now. Now it's a joke. Yeah. yeah. He turns into Mr. Parker on that one. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I don't have that much to say like about these movies, to be honest. I, I like them all, but I don't I have anything to good. say. I mean, we kind of, I mean, without giving the whole thing away, man, I, I will say one thing. And I, I probably mentioned this before. I, I, I feel like I've said this before because there's always something about a scene where when milk spills and it flows into blood, that's like super poetic to me. I love that scene in this film. Yeah, the contamination of purity or something. Right? Yeah, dude. It, there's something, and it's the way it's shot too. It's just it's perfectly done. It doesn't beat. It just kind of goes in there, and it and then it shows it kind of in slow. It's great, man. It's really they do great. it in Stenhall syndrome too. Yeah, there is a scene. Yeah, I mean it's been done in quite a few films and stuff, but uh, I think they do it. In, don't they even do it in Terminator Two <laughs> with the with the uh, step? Yeah, I think dad? they do when they kill the the, the step parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no. Um, Lucky McKee's May. You guys have anything else? Should we get into ratings? Yeah, ratings. Okay. Uh, let's start with Jeremy. JP has to go first always because he's retarded and had 11 in the top 10. He just told you to go first, so shut All up. Right. All right. Uh, I'll give May an 8 out of 10. It's actually the first time I watched it. I feel like, you know, if you got you guys have clearly seen it more than I have, but... The performance is amazing, and as Mood says, it really does clip along at a good pace. So I give it an eight as a first-time watch. All right, uh, Dave. Yeah, I was a little bit salty when I had to rewatch this because I re I watched this one like probably like what, how long ago was that, JP? A year and a half ago or something? Uh, for summer series, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, I don't fucking. Want. Then when I rewatched, started rewatching, I was like, no, nah, this this is good stuff. I still like this. And actually, this is probably the, I think third time I've watched May. So I'm an eight and a half. I like it quite a bit. It's good stuff. JP. Uh, yeah, this is my like fourth or fifth time on this one. I first watched it for the top ten of O two show that we did. Uh, I love it, and I I think that even like how Dave was saying that he was disappointed to have to watch it so soon normally i do get that way but not with this movie i was like actually looking forward to watching this one out of the all three and i haven't seen the others in longer um but it, it just it works so well and it's a watch i it, it's an amazing movie i give it a nine out of ten <laughs> well unlike you guys man i you know i recently had the same thing happen to me with alligator 2 but that movie just sucks dick so <laughs> Fuck yeah, we all do. garbage. Yeah, <laughs> Alligator Two sucks, and yeah, I just watched that for the '91. Whenever we did the '91 show, so it, it, it's been recently enough. But I, I don't even think it's been a year and a half, Dave, since you watched this. Because didn't you guys do? Oh no, I guess it would have no, been. We right. did the 2000. Right, because that was tens last year. Yeah, okay, okay. So I'm gonna stick with my original rating on this. Ten out of ten. I love this movie, and I've stated before because we have. I think this movie actually is in the Hall of Fame, isn't it? 
Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's already been rated on here. So, yeah, from the 2002 show. So not really too much of a surprise on that one. Um, I just think it's a fantastic character study that works well, like just perfect in every aspect, man. It's great. So that is going to conclude May from 2002. The young woman had an accident last night. Could I see some ID, ma'am? All right, so moving along into the second film here from 2011 called Alice or as we know it as Alice Kills. I think Alice is the original title of it. Alice is the original title. Alice Kills, I believe, is the North American title. Yep. Either way, same film, 2011, uh, directed by uh, Jay Lee, is it? Yeah, Jay Lee. Don't yep. know. Don't know. What Hold on. This came out last, right? No. No. I thought Excision came out in 12. Excision came out in 12. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, I am serious. Oh! Excision came out in 12. Oh, yeah. So this guy did... Oh, he had done Zombie Strippers before this in 2008. Wasn't that with uh, Jenna Jameson? Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, lordy. Okay. Oh, lordy. Um... I'm trying to look at uh, other films, and uh, I don't really recognize a whole lot that he's done, to be honest. He hasn't done much. No. He did a movie called The Slaughter, which seems very familiar, too, but I am familiar with Zombie Strippers. I think I own that. I um, think I watched that. Is yeah. it Robert England in that, too? Yeah, Robert England's in it. Uh, yeah, I think, it's, I, 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 think I, I think I remember being better than it was should have been. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a one, and it was probably more like a three out of five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a big jump, dude. If you're expecting one, you get a three yeah. and a half. That's like, I mean, it's Jenna Jameson. I didn't when say she was, I said three. I said three, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I think it's like, mm, I shouldn't say it's pre-Tito. I think it's around Tito time. I don't know. All right, so Alice kills synopsis. After accidentally knocking her best friend off a roof, Alice is haunted by guilt and delves into a brutal nightmare wonderful of sex drugs and violence her mind tearing itself apart along with any anyone else who gets in her way that chick has a bit of a danielle harris kind of vibe to her that's interesting it mentions nightmare wonderland in the uh in the synopsis because there's actually a connection to alice in wonderland i read uh is the very first trivia thing here i actually did not I would have never caught on to this because it's just one of those things. It's very simple, but I never would have caught it. But it says, um, like her friend's name in the film is Carol Lewis. And it's just the reverse oh, of, of Lewis Carroll, who uh, wrote Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And it basically, yeah. you know what Alice in Wonderland's about. And that's kind of where they, the general idea of this film kind of comes from. But yeah, it's her friend that she pushes off the rooftop. So um, thoughts on Alice Kills. Dave enlighten us uh yeah um this is pretty funny because i was like oh i get to watch alice kills i didn't see that one and then i went to look it up on letterbox and i had watched this one and i rated it fairly well and i was like what and then and i realized didn't i had dementia <laughs> didn't remember a fucking thing so i start i start watching the movie five minutes in i'm like oh i remember this one i like this movie yeah that movie. and then like yeah five minutes i think you gave it to me jeremy as a patreon pick back in oh, the day yeah. so i'm I'm like 10 minutes in and I'm like, I don't like this anymore. And then I was like 30 minutes and I was like, I was like, did I really rate this this high? And then by the end of it, I was like, I rated it the same exact same high rating. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just really, it, the ending packs a punch and it's yeah. one of those same deals where at the beginning I'm like, this is okay. Standard shit. But then like she starts bumping it in all these other characters and they're just wacky and weird. Like even the cop at first is like, so you let her go up in the room by herself. 
She wasn't that sad. She's like, you just said she was crying uncontrollably. Like yeah. everybody in the I love that is, scene, is dude. Really, really yeah. good. And I love the drug dealer. He's such a fucking. I love the. Perfect I love drug the. Dealer. I love his goons too. Dude, you know, his goons the guy's are always ridiculous. sleeping. He's always fucking tweaked out, sleeping but, the entire time. But the drug dealer's the way better actor of the three. Like he's got the best right. lines. He's got the best fucking bullshit. The siloquies and stuff. Like all those things are like the kind of shit that people. You that see are, this he's gun? Like, and then he's like, "This is the gun I killed my brother with." When yeah, I was he's like having. giving good. It's like, yeah. but the line where he's like, but he makes good points like, though, like political than, points hey, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, too. He's like. No different than those cats on Wall Street. I'm just doing it. And then he like changes it when he's like, accused yeah. of being guilty and he's obvious. But I don't know. I like the characters. I like that she snaps and it, I think she's funny and crazy. And there's a couple of characters in this movie she kills that I fucking am so glad she kills. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's good stuff. Yeah. It, it looks kind of cheap though. The, the picture quality well, is, is not probably, it's, it's probably cheap. Though. Yeah. Well, All around it's a cool movie. It does look very uh, – you're right, though, like after watching a bunch of 4Ks and nice Blu-rays and then I yeah. watched this uh, Alice Kills on DVD, I was like, holy man, this thing. I, I couldn't I couldn't stream it. I couldn't tell if it was Amazon. just because it was the DVD or for the way it was shot because I've been so just, you know, watching good transfers. But I was like, holy man, this thing, it looks very low budget. Yeah, I did stream it. I did stream muddy. it and it didn't look great either. Yeah, it's, yeah, probably, it's, it's probably the way it's shot. First. I watched the DVD for 15 minutes and then I saw that there was an HD print on Amazon Prime, so I watched that and it didn't really look that much better either way. So it's yeah, it's, yeah. I thought it looked alright. Yeah, I gotta agree you though, man. At, the, you watch it at work? No, I watched it last night at home. She looks like oh. Danielle Harris. Damn it. Well, do you know what's funny about that, she, Jeremy? She is it's kind of kind of interesting. The like weird connection is um, the Tamara Feldman plays Carol. And Tamara Feldman was uh, Mary Beth in the original Hatchet and then replaced by Daniel Harris in Hatchet 2. What? <laughs> Didn't we talk about that one time? Or we, 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 I, I, remember, I remember this conversation somewhere, and I was blown away by that, too. I was like, wow, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. That is yeah. nuts. That's Isn't nuts. that weird? Yeah, that's nuts. I should imagine Tracy Walters in this, too. Bitties. Tracy Walters in this, and that was cool to see him. Yeah. Character actor. Silence yeah. of Lambs, Batman, Young Guns 2. So again, you know, going back to James Duvall, who had a messy uh, uh, fate in May, he's also in this film too. And uh, he's okay in this, though. He's fine. Yeah, no, he's yeah. His character is a little bit more memorable in May for sure. I mean, you can't not forget that hair. No, I did. I meant he's fine. He doesn't get hurt in this one. He's fine. <laughs> Was he? <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Which uh, quit pounding on the farm, getting complaints. Fuck, it's awesome. Um, Which, uh, the drug dealer, has he been in anything else? He looks familiar, but I, cu- I couldn't play. Eddie Rouse? Well, Dave knows what everything, who everybody is. So yeah. Dave. No, I don't know who that guy is, but I'll look him up. He was good. I'd like to, he was He was fun. Yeah, he was good. Eddie Rouse. Dude, he was like an American gangster, the number 23. Apparently he was, I don't know, he's got credit. I don't know how big his roles are in these films. but Apple Express. Yeah. Damn, he was in a bunch of movies. I the see number him. twenty three. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, he died. Oh, he's in Pandorium. Oh, hmm. that's not good. Larry Cedar was the other goon. I didn't even know that was Larry Cedar. Oh wow. He's in. He was in Deadwood. He was in uh, Bud the Chud. Is Pandorium any good? I have that movie. I think I, I, I like Pandorum. Pandorum. I think I remember liking it. Yeah. Dennis it's been a while. Wade. But I got to agree with you, Dave. What though. was the drug dealer's name? Rex or Eddie Rouse. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, no, his character is, like, my favorite in the whole movie, dude. Like, when he starts giving those monologues and getting all political and shit, and he's just being so dead serious <laughs> about shit. And, like, he has so many great lines, man. So many great fucking It, it reminds lines. you of, like, a classic, like, person who's, like, real high and thinks a lot. <laughs> but yeah. they kind of give him, like... I had friends like that. They give him moments, too, where it's, like, you know, his you know his drug dealer friend beside him, the guy that's doing all the drugs and shit, when, he's, when he thinks that she's wired. And she pulls her pants down. And he's like, no, no, seriously, man. I meant, you know, pull up your pant leg to see if you got a wire down there kind of thing, right? But he's, he's, he's not being, her. like, super sleazy. But the other guy's like, yeah, no, this is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> she, no, Cedar was the dad. He was the dad at the funeral. Yeah, that's crazy. Didn't yeah, that funeral recognize. scene is fucking crazy, dude. Oh, that's the, the craziest uh, scene in the movie. I like how the oh, guy even says he's, like, friend, necrophilia. Because I feel like lesbian. at that point, that point, she, like, fully, she fully loses her fucking mind in that scene. And, like... Oh my god, that scene is fucking crazy, dude. Uh, the when she's really dismembering like the bodies, bro, that shit is fucked. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I like she just borrows the baseball bat and the saw from the dude. See, I love that yeah. shit, man. Because when you tell people the truth, they don't believe you. Like, yeah, right. what, what, what do you need these tools for? Dumber. What do you need these tools for? Well, you know, I'm just oh. uh, working on methods of uh, disposing dead bodies. <laughs> okay, man, whatever. Okay, Go ahead, okay. use my tools. It, it happened with Dahmer once. He was carrying a body out of a hotel room in a suitcase. And they're like, what, do you got a body in there? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they told me that. Dustin told me the story. He's like, yeah. But <laughs> you no, started it, laughing it really at all. true, though, because, like – if you if you tell on yourself like nobody's gonna think you would tell on yourself so you, yeah it's like play it off as a joke never get yeah mad. okay yep. so getting into the character of alice um you know all three of these characters share similarities they're definitely all fucked in the head but they're fucked in the head for different reasons i think like alice i believe like the way i take the alice character is that you know i don't think she's fucked from childhood I think, you know, I think maybe, you know, sometimes oh, I think I think the situation made her fuck. Well, no, the thing well, the is, the drugs did help. OK, yeah. so but you got you got to look at it this way, though, too, because she obviously has she had a little bit of issues. She was very jealous of her friend, for one thing, because it, they, they showcase it very well about her, you know, kind of wearing the same shit as her having the same ringtones, which I love the ringtone, by the way, which is crazy train. That's kind of yeah. it's it's not even ironic. It's just hilarious that they did that, and it's actually not yeah, even the real Ozzy song. It's totally just a ripoff of Crazy Train because yeah. they can get the rights to the song. I love that, but the Crazy Train thing is kind of like the glass breaking in May. You know, it's it's very similar. Um, but yeah, no, Alice has definitely got issues with her friend. She's very jealous of her friend. She wants to be her friend and stuff. Hence, why she does what she does. I don't know why she's hotter than her friend. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people are just uh, like that's, I don't know about that. But it doesn't. Even, <laughs> but it doesn't even matter though, man. Her friend gets a little bit more shine. She's the one that gets the guys. Yeah. She's the one that's a little bit more popular. She's not as awkward. You know, she's jealous. She has fucking issues with this, and she wants to do something about it because she wants to be her fucking friend. And you yeah, know, she's like the sidekick. So, and I think, I honestly think the, like, you know, you talked about her breaking point and stuff like that, but, um, you know, with the, the necrophilia fucking lesbian scene in the, in the, uh, at the funeral, which is it, it absolutely insane that that's in the film. It like, it's insane. just such an insane film because the whole family's there. It's just so blatantly wrong. It's oh, fucked it's up. It's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. You want to talk about uncomfortable shit, man. Like, you can't get any worse than that right there. But I think. But how would you would have reacted in that situation if you were a family? I feel like they underreacted. But that yeah, goes to show. Her. But that goes yeah. to show, like you know how, what her real feelings for her friend were and stuff like oh, they yeah. have this really kind of great scene which just doesn't really turn into a lesbian scene but they talk about even yeah, they lay on top of each other. yeah well they talk they're making all these funny puns about like you know fun with dick and vagina and blah 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 and they're talking you know 
and oh, Alice single was white vagina. But they never yeah. do anything. But they, you know, you can kind of tell that it just it was kind of played off like they probably would have, or she like yeah. Alice was into it. Alice kind of thing. definitely Alice. Alice yeah, sure. Alice was into it, and it didn't happen, and she was pissed off, and things like that. And of course, you know, one thing leads to another and stuff. And um, but I think her breaking point though really was when she saw Carol in the hospital and she was all fucked up and shit. And then she just, it, it was like a reality check. Like, Holy fuck. I did this. And plus she's alive too. Right. She can obviously tell the truth. If, uh, yeah, you know, actually she, a yeah. great reveal when they're like, Oh no, she's alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that was kind of like, like, that's scary. Right? I think it fucked up her mind and she's like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like, but she's do you still think alive. she would have remembered what happened? If in reality, probably not. But yeah. she, but, but, it depends. But honestly, she recognized it when when Alice walks into the into the room. Yeah, I know that. She fucking reacts to it. Remember, like the heart yeah. monitor and shit. Like everything's going up. Oh yeah, she definitely realizes yeah. in the movie. But her breaking. I'm just point, saying in real life, bro. Yeah, her breaking uh, point. But no, that, she that, that's face great, first, I think. Right? Honestly, she lost all like, her teeth. Yeah. Like her, I, I love movies where, uh, like, y- the character is. It's like suspenseful, right? Like it's classic, like psycho, like the psycho movies, like psycho two and three where the cops, like he got the dead person in the ice and the fucking cops there and shit. And he's eating the ice. Like, but the, um, classic, like where the, the character did something bad and you're afraid they're going to get exposed for it. Like when you put yourself in that position, it makes you, it it gives me so much anxiety. Like even if on a smaller scale, like if you fucking broke the cookie jar or something and, and like nobody knows it was you and you're like all paranoid about it. Like that, that shit always works for me. And it, and when it's dead bodies or like murder or like accidentally almost killing your friend or whatever, it it works so well for me. And, uh, I just, you're just wondering, I hate heights, man. It's like a ticking time bomb. I just, yeah, dude. Well, that bitch was dumb for standing up. Yeah. They were high on ecstasy, dude. I have nightmares like that where like me and people will be on the roof and someone will fall. It makes me sick. I don't think I, I, the older I get, the more I get afraid of heights. Dude, I get butterflies. Isn't that weird? When I was a kid, dude, I would jump off of like giant buttons. Yeah. You'd be climbing trees, jumping off fucking bridges in the water for fun. And now I'm like, monkey vines. Like I ain't doing none of that shit now. No, I've I've stated many times, man, even on the show that like even, oh dude, even, you know, establishing shots from the sky and shit over cities gives me butterflies in my stomach man especially on my big TV all you gotta now. do is get like moods, watching alice oh, watching the scene in alice man and alice kills it was like i i kept like oh my god my stomach like it's just all i I, I know do, it's it's the height would man. you skydive <laughs> Fuck, dude all you have to do is send moods a video of like free girl free climbers like hanging by one oh, finger i hate that shit i, I hate that planking it, shit dude. It makes, it makes like me sick. I can't watch it either. I turn it off. I can't it's watch just, it. Dude, do you ever run into one of those videos where like the, the free runners end up dying? Like they fall yeah, off a building yeah, or yeah. something? It's literally the most like stomach churning shit ever. Yeah, dude. I, like, I don't oh, understand. I, I, don't, I don't understand this shit at all, man. It just makes no. Yeah, but you like, watch why people. Why do you do this? But you watch people get shot up. What's the difference? Shot up. Because they put their own life in their, their hands by doing dumb shit like that. And they fell yeah. off. But well, you watch you watch that video of that guy who fucking shot up that mosque fucking a couple years ago. Oh like, yeah 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 yeah. No, that was horrifying though. Oh, like, I never I never saying, saw that. I never saw it either. I wouldn't click. I on saw that. it too. See, I would I would have. It's, it's a long video. I would have clicked on that shit like twenty years ago, but I I'm not. You can't unsee that shit, and I know no, that I'm mature enough now to know that you don't watch shit if you don't want to remember it, man. Like yeah, just don't. But you know what? 
I have enough restraint. I can restrain myself. More like reality than you would think, don't they, JP? Yeah. Yeah, that video was games a, look a lot more real than you think. That was one of the more crazy. Well, videos that's probably ever, why. That's probably why. How like it was like so professionally <laughs> shot. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. yeah. with the GoPro and shit. Ugh, that's traces of death off. six right there, man. Traces um, of death is trash. Or faces of whatever the real one. Faces is. of death is fine. Traces is trash. All right, so going back uh, to what Jeremy said about <laughs> her breaking point, I think, I think honestly, man, her breaking point here is when she goes back to the hospital. And she well, essentially fucking Orders. snuffs out uh, Carol. Yeah. And it was like, it was a moment. But that, that scene was really bullshit, though. Because, like, the, as soon as that... They're always bullshit, dude. They're always bullshit. Dude, it's going to warn the nurses. I think, yeah. I've, I think we've discussed this before about how bullshit those are. Because to walk into... Like, you just couldn't get away with that. There's no fucking way. Like, yeah. y- you just can't get away with it. It's bullshit. But anyways, it you know what also is bullshit in movies mm-hmm. when they say you have to wait forty eight hours to report a missing person. That's not fucking true. The person yeah. I live with works at nine one one. That's nonsense. No, that's never bullshit. been true. It's bullshit. And plus, it's completely unrealistic because if you don't find somebody within the first forty eight hours, the chances of finding them are not good. So why would you not especially be able to report it before forty eight hours? Especially a fucking kid. Yeah. So if you're writing that in your movie right now, cut it out. It's bullshit. Yeah, you're an idiot. Um. So she's, I don't know. My cousin was abducted for like a week. I mean, it, it does well, happen. I mean, fuck you. Yeah, you, we're not saying that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. If it's like fucking like Otis Tool or some Otis Tool, your kid's fucking already oh, yeah. cut off. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I agree with you, JP, because I was actually going to I knew you were going to bring that up anyways, because we've had this discussion before about these, yeah, these that, stupid it, things in it, films. Just like, I feel like there's better ways to do that. Yeah. Seeing like just poison her or some shit, or, so, you know, the only unplug thing I, her ventilator or something. Right. The only, the only thing I take away from the scene is that like, to me, that's her breaking point because she officially snuffs out Carol and you can almost see the, it, 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 it's fucked up, man. It alters her reality so much that it almost empowers her because of what she becomes after. Like this is literally leading into what she becomes. Right. And it, it's almost <laughs> like it empowered her. And be, it, it created the monster. Like, I think it was there already, but like once she snuffs out her friend, she's like, I can do all the shit. And then look what she does at the drug dealer's place and stuff. Like she just gets fucking crazy, man. She gets absolutely I don't think fucking... she gets crazy when she starts fucking cutting people in pieces. Yeah. Dude, I before... love, dude. But it I takes a, it takes balls scene. to do what she did with the drug dealer's place, though. Yeah. Really? What, how she snuffs out James Duvall and and others. And it is what it is. But, like, the, the drug dealer scene, man, no fucks are given, man. She was empowered by it. And she was like, hey, this is my reality now. You know? I mean, she's kind of <laughs> fucked up, too. It's like, it's kind of like the character in Excision, too. Like, the sex, the sexuality of it and stuff like there, there's a scene in this I film. I don't think she gets sexual gratification. Maybe the, no, there's, a, there's a fucked up scene in this film where she's watching the war on CNN and she's yeah, like getting that. off. Yeah. On that shit. part's a little silly. She's flicking her bane. I know that, but yeah, yeah, I would have cut that out. That's I, I, I don't really shit. understand how it plays into this. It makes a lot more sense in excision with her character yeah. because her character yeah. is, that's, that's the whole, it's very much part of her. See, character. I never got out of it. And she's also it. young and immature too. Like yeah. an excision. Yeah. Like I, that's some like I love the crow. I'm 12 years old. I'm my soul is dark. I mean, I'm bullshit. sure the director's trying to say something by her flicking on, flicking on, <laughs> flicking her bean, flicking on the war on CNN and shit and getting off on it and stuff. But, but I think that they fucked up a little bit too because they showcase that before she completely snaps. Also, so maybe there is something there. 
She's right? also like because really they do it high twice in the drugs film. shit too. Yeah, well, that's when she gets yeah. you do all kind of weird shit when you're on drugs. Right, right. I mean, after the shit goes yeah. down with Carol, yeah. she she yeah, the drugs are definitely. We've already had the discussion. A, I can't remember what a I'm catalyst. On yeah, they're definitely a catalyst for you know being a little Dave bit more crazy aggressive shit when he was on drugs. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, all, but the I thing is, Backstreet Boys being on drugs, dude. Gives you I the strength, boys off of drugs because you're not oh, afraid we were to do shit. We we're talking about acid and like having a bad trip, and then that's what. Yeah, what movie was that? Serbian oh, film. Serbian. Serbian. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it can give you, you know, it alters your mind. That's what drugs do, right? Just don't give a fuck at those points. But and uh, she's also mentally ill. On top of that, yeah, yeah, drugs and mentally ill usually doesn't mix well. Oh, she's yeah. Definitely- you're not if you're like got. Uh, pre-schizophrenia and stuff like sometimes drugs can make it worse some drugs can make it better but a lot of times it's not good for you to mix drugs especially multiple drugs oh yeah with the mental illness i mean i think that people i mean mixing multiple drugs in general especially when you're talking like hardcore drugs is usually not great anyway (laughs) says who i want documentation Justin Patrick. I'm, I'm not trying to say that all people that do things that she did, you know, with her friend, that, you know, she was kind of trying to be her mimicking and stuff like that, or that have complete mental issues and stuff. But I, I still think that there's something there when you can't be yourself, when you're trying to be somebody else. Like, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely something there to look into, right? If you don't want to be yourself and you want to be someone else, you're definitely not happy or there is kind of disconnect with reality and with yourself and who you are and stuff, right? She's kind of like the stylist. She's like the stylist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very disconnected. I mean, we've known people in the past. I'm not going to mention any names. Like, you know, just as far as going as having weird passwords and stuff like that. Like, it, it's, it's fucking... There's a disconnect there. There's strange things that people do that's not completely mentally sound, you know? Um Nobody has any idea what I'm talking about, but some people might. I have no idea what you're talking about. But I, I think uh, I think GP does. Um, I just know I killed a male escort in Thailand in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, my, my point, my point is, is I've always I, I've oh, seen. Male what, escort. Wait, was it a male escort or I, was it a lady boy? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> you said Thailand. I thought yeah. you never know. You get what you get in Thailand. The home of getting <laughs> fucked been. either way. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a good way to get herpes is Thailand. I, I was thinking live feed when I think of so Thailand. I don't, want, I don't want to completely compare this over. movie to May, but I think that, you know, when I talked about the pacing of May and stuff, this movie right here definitely has issues with that, I think, a little bit. This one focuses a little bit more on just being a little bit more delusional, not as much as excision that one like flat out has like straight up like fantasy scenes and shit this one kind of bounces back and forth i don't think this one shot as well i think it's pretty low lit and stuff it doesn't really look that great i think some of the acting is kind of suspect in it too besides the drug he's got a little bit low lower budget yeah yeah the only actor i thought was kind of bummy was the friend of james duvall who's like that's the necro i was like this guy feels like he's not an actor and the girlfriend too i thought like the girlfriend like the director's friend or something that just was funny so they threw him in the movie it's just not as strong as you know again i like it's kind of hard not to compare these films considering we made a a whole show based on one mental theme it's Um, way cheaper though too so you got to give it you know what i mean right right. but i mean you could like you said you know you can make these cheap ass films like may's not a big budget film it just has really good acting in it like really fucking good and good cinematography may had more money than alice kills probably but i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying you take the actress that plays alice in this first uh um 
Angela Bettis. Angela Bettis. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Or or even fucking uh, what is it? An Anlin uh, McCord. Yeah. There's no comparison. Right. That that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, um. But I just don't think. I think there is moments in this film that it does slow down a little bit in the film and uh in the middle and stuff. But this one honestly has a great third act. Like the third act in this is yeah. just batshit insane. And the very last shot in this movie is amazing. <laughs> it's truly amazing. Yeah, it's, it's one great. of my favorite. And I completely forgot about this too. Right. And like when she just walks in there and it's like, you know, staring at, it's, it's so fucking perfect. Like what, how it goes down and shit. I was like, Oh yeah, that's why I haven't watched this since we started the podcast. Yeah. I don't think I years so, ago. Well, I'd start, I remember cause I watched it right after we did our top 10. I was like, Oh, that was a pretty cool movie. No, I don't know. Maybe it was in my top. I can't remember. I can't remember. But it's been. It was in your top. It was about that time. The last time I saw it, so almost ten years ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, it had been a while, so I kind of forgot about how this one ended, and I think that it really does leave you on a good note. You're like, oh yeah, totally. You know, kind of forget about some of the the other shit that's in it. That's not the greatest, but uh, I still think it's an overall very very solid film. Um. I don't really have a lot of issues with it. Just, you know, pacing and a little bit of acting and stuff, which I generally don't like to focus on too much. But I think when you're dealing with these type of like these strong social issues, like, you know, mental wellness and things like that. I mean, having a stronger actor probably does benefit your film a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's not. Bad. I think she's good. Bad. I think yeah, she's, she's good. Bad. No. I, think I didn't she's think good. she was bad either. No, no, she's not bad at all. She's not bad. It's but just, she's not as good as the other two. That's what I'm it's, saying. It, it's that's exact- kind of hard to say though. I like it. You know, like that's like you're not as good as two of the best being crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but I I still think I that this one saying. overall. I, I disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying as a product overall too. I I still think this one kind of runs right in the middle of the other ones, but that's just me. Still, I agree. Really, yeah, I don't think it's as good as the other two at all. Yeah, I I think it's you know, it has its moments. It definitely has its moments. Ratings. I'm good. I was, do you, does good. anybody have anything else that they want to? Any specific? I'm all good. I, we didn't say that if we were going to spoil the shit out of these things. I mean, we haven't really gone too deep. I don't think into, we really spoiled yeah. anything. Yeah, I, I, I kind of don't want to. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have seen these movies, but not this one. Not Alice. I don't think. Yeah, yeah we not, didn't not many people. I, n- not not a lot of people have seen this. We better not spoil the Henry Fonda cameo then. <laughs> <laughs> I did ru- I did spoil the cameo in Studio 666, and I shouldn't have done that. I don't oh, know what that I is. Don't tell it, me. So don't, don't tell me. me. Yeah, by it's the time, I, if, if I watch it, I'll just... I'll, I don't want to just stop. Uh, no, I'm just I'm, saying, I don't know what it is. I've never seen it. And I'm just saying, if I do watch <laughs> I the movie, movie, I will completely forgot that Jeremy even said that. So <laughs> I, I barely want to watch it now. If you spoil something, I will never watch that movie. Yeah, I just won't remember. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Dave. All right, Dave. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Seven and a half. I like it. It's cool. It's fun. Okay. Uh, I I really like it. I think it's I think it's a fucking pretty badass movie. I give it an eight. Yeah, I'm also in at an eight out of ten for myself. Jeremy. Me too. Eight out of ten. Oh, shit. All right. Well, that's pretty much where I expected it to come in. Good stuff. All right, so that is uh, Alice from 2011. I'd accept full responsibility for all my actions. Let's face it, you gave me hormones. All right, so getting into the third and final film here 
for episode 222. It's a film from 2012 called Excision. Uh, this one is starring uh, Annalie McCord. I-, I remember her from the reboot of 90210, believe it or not. Uh, loser. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but more importantly, this one's starring the beautiful Tracy Lords as her mother. And I really like Tracy Lords, man. I think she's actually a pretty good actress, man. She's she's good in this. She just showed her tits like she does in every other movie she's in. Uh, she stopped showing her tits after she was in all those fucking dude, underage porno. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about, Jeremy? She fucking did porno. She showed her tits in one mainstream movie and said she'd never do it again. And she's I, ne- she hasn't shown her tits in over 30 years. 35 years. Damn it. Yeah, no. She. It's funny because she did all, all right. those underage pornos and then became legit and then stopped making porno after yeah, like six Jeremy, months. <laughs> Jeremy watched all those underage pornos and he wants more. Wait, are you being serious? She was in underage pornos? You don't know the story of Tracy Lords? So she oh. forged her age and said that she was 18, but she was only like 15 or 16. Ew. So she did porn for a couple <laughs> years and she did like 100 movies. And then that's illegal. Yes. So they had to pull all the movies from the shelves, obviously. And uh, I just imagine Dana White when he's like, that's illegal. And then the short and <laughs> long of it. fucking illegal. So then the short and long is she turns of age and then she did porno for a little bit and then she wanted to turn legit. And then she went legit in 86 and did uh, the remake of um, Out of this Earth. And that was it. Tracy Lord's been in hundreds of things since. Yeah, but John Waters is in this movie. Yeah, so John Waters and makes so a cameo. Matthew Gray Gluber, Ray Wise, Matthew all McDaff- those fucking yeah, Ray Ray regulars. Man, Ray Wise. Yeah. Ray Wise <laughs> plays the principal in this movie, and I swear to God, he's either high or just is having the best time of his life because everything he reacts to, he just laughs at. <laughs> It's like the most bizarre. He's the character. worst principal ever. <laughs> he is, man. He's, he's got that tr- shitty line, dude. It's like I it's... love John Waters' pencil mustache. Oh, I, he's never not he's had it. The cast in this movie is great. Everybody in this movie is really good. <laughs> John Waters always cracks me up. He's yeah, a legend, bro. Yeah, he's from Malcolm <laughs> McDowell. He's good in it too, man. He's good for the short period he's in. Everybody's it, but, solid. But Ray yeah, Wise, I w- I wanted a little bit more because he was the principal, and and uh, uh, Pauline kept getting in shit throughout the film and stuff, but. Every interaction with Ray Wise love- was priceless, man. Fucking priceless. <laughs> Did you see Suburban Gothic Boots? Did yeah. you see Suburban Gothic by Ricky Bates? Yep, yep. Ray Wise steals that movie. Ah, uh, dude. He steals Subur- that movie. Suburban Gothic is is fantastic, man. It's a great movie. That's I have seen Yeah, that one's right? the funniest. I actually, I don't know. I didn't know. I don't think I actually did review that one. But I, yeah, Suburban Gothic's cool. It's got, uh, what, Kat Danning's in it, right? <laughs> She's in that one, too. Yeah, is, I, I'm not sure, but Greg Goober's in it, too. He's the star of that one. And John Waters. Yeah. Yeah, Cat Downings is the. the I love what they do with um, the the acne. <laughs> did we go to a description or did we just uh, cut moves off? Uh, no, I haven't yeah, even. I haven't. I haven't even said it yet. Well, so. Let's do that. Excision synopsis: A disturbed, delusional high school student with apparitions of a career. Apparitions, aspirations of a career in medicine goes to extreme <laughs> to earn the approval of her controlling mother. Yes, and once again, her mother is uh, Tracy Lords. Um, yeah, go go ahead. Uh, JP, first of all, I think the the acne <laughs> was a nice touch. Yeah, it really was. Super I was accurate. like, man, that looks like actually good because you never see that, right? Like with the with like girls who are supposed to be like awkward and and like ugly, quote unquote. You don't see like, much acne unless it's over the top in movies. Right, and this actually like, looks like in comedies. In comedies, yeah. you, you yeah. see it in comedies, yeah. right? 
yeah. but uh, but I was like, know, wow, it's that's kind of unfortunate you don't see it in more high school movies. Now that you bring it up, because yeah. I think that's kind of one, like a big part. Of I I think they age. went the acne route route in this film because Anne Lee McCord is actually pretty good looking. And they yeah, really, I they, just looked up pictures of her. She's fucking no, she's hot, you see her in nine or two, and I, like she looked really like I couldn't believe when I saw her in this, and I was like, whoa, they really, really made her ugly, and they made her look young too because she was twenty five when she did this movie, playing an eighteen year old, and she kind of looked it, man. She yeah, fucked, she looks eighteen. She looks eighteen. It's fucked up, and it's kind of funny, man. Her younger sister in the movie. Uh, Grace, who is legit. Ariel Winter. Yeah, she was legitly 14 in this, and I thought she was older with a baby face, right? But she was actually 14. It's it's fucking weird, but... Then she became a little bit of a hoe. She... Annalie McCord does such a good job in this movie. It's kind of like going back to, like, the the May thing, man. The performance in the lead here is just incredibly awkward. Oh, she's fantastic. It's so effective. You know... Uh, and you know what really makes her performance, which is a, is a strange thing that a lot of actors and actresses don't do. It's no, it's her posture. Her posture, right. she has the 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 things in her like mind too, where her posture is perfect, her acting's perfect, her skin. I mean, but when her posture is hunched over like a fucking ghoul the whole movie, so it just shows the lack of confidence and the and like even it like mental like it's the, she just hunched over like a fucking monster. Her shoulders and that just right. the way she moves. That's some true good acting right there. I think. What I like I th- her cynical nature too, and just like oh, sort I love of, it. It reminds me of Daria or something. I don't know if you guys I, ever especially, watched Daria. Especially the tampon scene. <laughs> I feel like she clearly does everything she does with a purpose. She's definitely not a dumb person. I just I want, think that I wonder if they ever had the intention of her licking off that tampon. Because she was so like, there is a scene later in the film where she yeah. dissects a bird and actually like licks her hands from the bird blood and stuff. And I wonder That's if they're like, well, right we probably there. can't, we can't pro- we probably can't have, have her licking her bloody tampon because it's going too far. But but it's something that her character would honestly do. Like she was that fucked up. Like first of all, who's licking their hands from you know the blood from birds? And ugh, come on. Ugh. You but get I, sick from that, genuinely. I sick. love how she's so matter of fact and like how she's so fucking blunt. Yeah. Like her bluntness in this, it almost comes off as straight comedic because it's so blunt and funny. But it's, it, you know, it's obviously funny to the person watching it. But it's Pick just me it's, up at Monday. At it's noon. executed perfectly, man. It's perfect. Do you have any STDs? No. Well, I guess I don't either. And just kind of walks yeah, away. That's the, what that, do you mean by that? That one was so great. It's like <laughs> such a great line. It's such a great line. Yeah. Or the line, can you get uh, STDs from uh, having sex with the corpse? And he's like, any real question? Yeah. Okay, I got a question for you guys. It, it kind of reminds me of like almost Donnie Darko-ish. Like the, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. That's, a, that's a good comparison, man. That's good. I got a question and for you guys. And it's got the suburban feel too. The fucked up suburban, like yeah. the, all the crazy family entered the suburban, like a Wes Craven thing. You know who yeah. the girl is across the street with the skipping rope? That is... No. Um, the jump rope, you mean? Skipping rope, jumping rope, whatever you want to call it. Uh, no, that's can- the Canadian pronunciation. Not really. Skipping rope it, or jump rope? Going out the skip jump rope. rope. Dude, we, rope. we have a charity here, here called jump. Or. We jump rope. Hey, from the two guys bro. that never Calm jump down. rope in their Calm life. down. Right? Here we go. Here comes Dr. So, Dr. Jerkel. So the girl that we had to jump rope at school is uh, Nat- yeah, Natalie Dreyfus. That's uh, Richard Dreyfus's uh, niece. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I was just kind of scrolling through the cast, and I was like, Dreyfus, Dreyfus. And I'm like, is she related to Richard? Sure as shit she is. I couldn't fucking believe it. So, yeah, I, I think this is one of her early roles. But, but yeah, I got a question for you guys. So I was thinking about this while I was watching the movie. And, you know, like how 
um, Pauline mentions in the film that she wants to have sex on her reg. Right. For multiple reasons, because apparently it feels better. And secondly, you obviously can't get pregnant. Wait, she says that? Yeah. yeah. She wants to have sex on her rag. Yeah. yeah well, that, she, that's why she even the, tells her sister. Yeah. That's why the dude her, her ends up eating her out and has the blood on her face because she knew I that she was that. bleeding. But, anyways, she mentions in the film that, you know, she's heard that having sex on your rag is, feels better. And, and, and it was multiple reasons because she didn't want to get pregnant. And um, so, my question was after she offers the guy the sex with her, if he had to turned her down before she was done menstruating, was she just going to wait to the next month? I think so. <laughs> I mean, that's insane, right? Know. I'm just going to wait another four weeks and then we'll try this again. Maybe he'll accept my offer. Well, that's why I think that's why she said that um, she can't, she can't wait or whatever. She won't wait. I, I know she, she probably would have just asked somebody else. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's kind of what she meant by, but I, I, but she really did have her eyes set on that one dude, you know? Yeah. But I, I'm dude, not, I'll tell you what. She didn't even seem to like him. She just no, picked him. No, no she no, was no. using him. She was literally like, yeah. she's that cold-hearted like he didn't give a fuck she just wanted i think she picked him because he was with that other girl and also just because he was popular or something yeah because he despised the girl the girl fucking was a bully to paul um pauline Pauline. Uh, breaks her nose yeah and then so she's like well the best way to get back at her is why not fuck her boyfriend right (laughs) and then ask if she has any stds on the lips oh my god honestly bro oh when he pulls his head up and his face looks like a fucking strawberry got smashed on there. It's like, oh, a version god. of that happened to my friend once. I can't even. I'm so gross. Oh, my God. I I, I, I just can't handle I it. I was in the well, I knew the girl was on her period. We, I was in the same room. And because <laughs> she told my she told the girl that I was with. What's more disturbing that he was eating out a girl on her period or that you were in the same you room the same as this room. dude eating yeah. out a girl on her period. No, so he wasn't on. She he didn't eat her out. So we were we were both with these chicks at some weird party and we were in the room yeah. and I was, up on the bed, party. He was on the floor with this girl and the girl whispers, yeah. hey, that, uh, my friend's on her period. And I was like, what? Ugh. And then uh, so he was fingering her. And then we go out into the hall, and he's like rubbing his face. <laughs> There's just blood from oh, his no. face. <laughs> and I just started laughing, bro. And I and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Bro," I was like, "I was like, go look in the mirror." And he was like, "What the fuck?" And he's all like <laughs> pissed off. And the girl was so embarrassed, and I was like, "Well, you should have said something." Oh man, it would have been so much better if she knew that shit, and then she started laughing like, "Ha, ah, you touched her face, <laughs> dude." He was literally like rubbing his mouth, like it was. Fucking oh my god! It stop. was literally out of like a movie. Stop! Stop! I'm, make I'm seriously gonna know? fucking gag. Like, I, how drunk was he? Oh, we were pretty drunk. Oh, but he didn't drunk. know it was dark in the room. It was dark in there, bro. Like, so he was just eating. Like, he was been just funny like, if he just wanted to. No, no, he was fingering her, and he had blood on his hands. I know, but then he was like putting all over his fucking face. He was anyways. like itching his face, rubbing his face, or something. You know. Ugh. Man, I shouldn't have told him. You should have made him walk around the whole night with it. On no, his I think your friend was a fucking vampire, and he knew the whole time. No, he definitely didn't know, bro. His reaction was fucking <laughs> fucking vampire. Yeah. Bro. You got to stake that motherfucker. Get him now before it's too late. You I know, mean, it wasn't like a ton of blood on his hands. Just like red, like little, like light smear. Have I ever lied to you, JP? Probably. Have I ever steered you wrong? I don't. Um, no. Stake him. <laughs> uh, yeah this was a great that was a i, I still bring that up to him because it's fucking this is hard. like carly's favorite movie of the decade right jp yeah 
Yeah. Really? Well, we wanted to actually have oh. her on the show because she loves May as well. She actually had um, the same eye condition as May when she was a kid. She had to like wear a patch and shit. It fixed though. Oh, yeah. yeah, she talked about that uh, podcast, the slumber party one. Yeah, yeah, hmm. which it, it, it is interesting. Um, she's a very relatable character for her. Oh, uh, that's a rare fucking thing in a movie. You know right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Um, but I, one one thing I love about this movie is the conversations with God. <laughs> Fuck, those are so I'm sorry, funny. God, but um, dude, yeah. The, the, yeah. when she's like, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to be pregnant, and she's like, you know, uh, and if I do, if I am, get I'm gonna abortion. get an abortion anyway, and I know you're not a big fan of that, so you know, if you, if you just want to take care of it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she's so delusional she's literally yeah. delusional and yeah, it like gets scarier dumb, that's the thing no but as it goes on she gets more and more delusional because yeah. she gets this fucking worse and worse she, like in the end you don't really expect her to do what she does but when she does it's fucking but heartbreaking because the but movie's they, pretty funny the whole time but they, then in the end you're like Bleh. they do such a good job of setting that up too because she is oh, quite yeah. delusional throughout the whole film and obviously her delusions get more messy too and crazier like that abortion delusion that she has is fucking ridiculous man she's like holding up yeah. this little fetus by the fucking umbilical cord and shit it's absolutely ridiculous but i like how it progresses to that point but yeah you're right you, you don't really see what she's going to do in the ending but when you think back on it they do such a good job of setting that up because they you know, do set it up yeah, but you, do, you don't up. know if they're going to go that far no right? we, you don't we, want we them just, to go that far it, i'm just it, talking with the sister totally too because like so dark it's subtle with the sister too because she does seem like she's so healthy and, and the dad even talks about it but she is getting sicker and if you notice as the the sister's getting sicker her delusions are getting crazier and crazier too right and which kind of leads into what happened well i just feel like her sister's kind of cool. the only one that the only one that understands her i agree yeah yeah her only real friend yeah yeah right so she would do anything try to save her even that that means but i mean you know, I, it, it's what everything happens. though man you know how they set up that final scene with you know what's happening with the sister and stuff and with the mom with the mom and shit like she really just wanted to please her mom you know essentially even though she, I mean, she didn't have a group relationship but she figures hey if i do something good <laughs> It's just outrageous, man. It's just outrageous. And that whole scene, like, like at the dance when everybody's like twelve years old, and she's—it's <laughs> like I—I I can see why she's fucked up because her mom's just—I love when she kisses the dude. What's that on your lip? Oh, it's a—it's a—it's so a, a cold sore. Does that she, mean I'm gonna have herpes too? <laughs> I don't know. Not might. necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily. But only a sick bit. Like that's just nasty, dude. Like you got a herpes on your lip, and you're just gonna lay one on somebody. Ugh, God. These, these movies have so many parts that like like cold sores disgust me to a point like it's so fucking gross Ugh. dude i get so grossed out you guys know i have this phobia of like like eye Us. violence and that happens in may towards the end of the film with her eye and it's so hard for me to watch and then of course e eating bloody vagina i can't handle like there's so many things in these movies that it just it's my god I think the least out of all the craziness out of these three films is the the necrophilia lesbianism shit. I was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, that might affect some people, but not me. I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's a great movie. I love, the, I love the look of it. It's so bright. Like I said, oh, yeah. it, it's perfect. Like, it's such a bright looking movie and then like all the dark stuff underneath it. It's classic, what, Blue Velvet 101. You see the beautiful suburban neighborhood, right. you zoom down. It's white suburbia. Or, fuck, this is the finger. 
yeah. with the ants eating it, you know, right under the surface. It's or white. Ear I, or I, I love I can't uh, suburbia shit. Yeah, it's white suburbia with picket fences with the dark American undertones. Yeah, as yeah. well. It's I felt bad of, for the uh, dad, man. Parents. I was, you know, when you think of parents, you know, like that type of yeah. com- comedic setup, right? Everything's all good on the outside. Yeah. Perfect American or family. Perfect American family shock, in their camp. And in shock. Yeah. Well, I've never seen shock treatment, but yeah. I've heard about it. But uh, yeah, but parents is kind of reminds yeah. me of that too. I yeah, feel yeah, bad for, for sure. the dad, man. He's like <laughs> with his cunty wife. Yeah. Tracy, Tracy Lords is, she's trying her best. She's under a lot of stress, but honestly, and the core is a crazy. bad mom. Like, She's not it's really hard, a bad I mom, imagine. she but she knows that her daughter's like kind of fucked in the head, so she treats her a little bit different. And obviously, you're gonna like your yeah. child is sick, and when you have cystic fibrosis, like unfortunately, it's uncurable or incurable. So she's gonna die, dude. Like it's brutal. Like you're gonna have a special relationship with her because she's only gonna be around for so long. Like that's and, a, that's a terrible thing to that... live with, man. That's a terrible thing. To, yeah. And then on the contrast, you have one daughter that's completely fucking out to lunch and <laughs> gonna do it again. <laughs> And, uh, and it's yeah. and it's hard and it's stressful on her because she's trying to like you know love this one daughter and it's, this other one is just it's just she's not doing it for her man I, I get the she contrast has that line where she breaks she says I tried to love you so much I yeah. can't you know I tried to you you well you I know talk about I mean? that the father's a great contrast therapist I talk about that with my therapist a lot like two people growing up in the same household are total opposites of each other it's really a it's a fascinating thing when you think about it how two people could come from the same person. But they're complete opposites. Yeah. Even though they live in the same house and they, you know, get the same upbringing pretty much. It's kind of. And me and my brother are not much alike. Yeah, me and my brother are totally different. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah, of crazy. It's always weird because I totally forget you have a brother <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I do think the father is a good contrast in this film, though. He's he's kind of the grounded yeah. one a little bit, and he, it just it works very well. I think if they had made the father kind of on the same level as the mom, it wouldn't have worked as well in the family dynamics. But he does it well. He's he's very understanding. He's there more or less, not wearing the pants, you know, kind of thing. But you respect yeah. him because it's hard because there's already this relationship that's completely tattered and stuff. And like, what are you gonna do? Like, you can't get in the middle of it and be, you know, hard on the mom's side. But you just, you kind of stay that neutral grounded level. Yeah, but you kind of feel bad for him. Like, when he's trying to get some action, he's like, not now. It's just like, yeah, a bit of a dickhead. I, I get, I get that. But, I, you know, I'm from both sides of the spectrum, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. stressful situation. It's brutal, yeah. dude. Like, could you imagine, yeah. like, having a child and just knowing that they're going to die way before their time? Like, that sucks, man. That just sucks. Yeah. You know, it's a terrible thing. I mean, sometimes you'll get a bad meal and it'll put you out of the mood for sex, let alone having a dying kid. Like, honestly, man, could you imagine imagine having a child with cystic fibrosis in the last two years, how stressful that would be on you? Because if they got sick, they're going to die. Like, it's fucking crazy. Dude, that's so stressful, man. Like, I always think of Everlast. You guys probably know who Everlast is, but. The song, the band. The band. Yeah, Everlast, the rapper from House of the Pain. Guy. And, you know, oh, the Solar. There's a band called Everlast, too. Oh, okay. It's just one dude. Okay, yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking I'm talking the rapper slash solo artist Everlast. But anyways, he uh, his daughter, his oldest daughter has um, sister fibrosis. And it's just like, I always think about that, too, in the last couple of years. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, he, he did an interview recently with on Talib Kweli's po- podcast and talked about that shit. And it's like, stressful as fuck, man. Right? Like, any little thing could just go wrong. I couldn't imagine. My, I my couldn't imagine living is, that stress. 
my dad and his friend used to play uh fucking what it's like in the basement when they yeah. jam out they had like you know like a, a short list of songs that were fairly easy for two old guys to play right uh, that was one of them what it's like it's a good song i always remember it. it's always stuck in my head i know it's probably the one that played a million times so everybody hates it but it's just you know any of the songs they used to play in the basement you know when i was a kid kind of like them yeah yeah it was an interesting transition from him from being you know from house of pain and stuff to doing what he was doing whitey there, ford to the whitey ford days and stuff yeah. and you know he's he's you know but yeah like just living with that stress is like man ugh, fucking unbearable man so scary could just it's a great body horror that. movie man i feel like we didn't really talk about that it's, it's good body horror kind of feel like body horror is kind of like a not a dead subgenre it's just not done too often anymore well Cronenberg's kid does him you know I never really yeah, thought of I it as body horror but I guess in a sense where it ends up being body horror but yeah I mean I guess this yeah. is done differently than like all her dreams where I pick all her dream but, sequences I, I mean like the first thing comes to my horror. mind here is like you know it's you know it's it's mental shit man it's mental sure problems, yeah psychological psychological and but uh yeah man it, this this is um it's the fourth time I've watched it. I love it every time, every you know, more time every time I watch it. I hadn't seen it in years, and I remembered a lot from it, and that's probably a good thing, you know. Yeah. And it did is. Get, was this? Did this get picked, Dave, for summer series? No, they wanted to go with that turd resolution. Oh, oh yeah, dumbasses. That's right. And I, they picked that over the bat. They didn't pick the battery or excision. Those two are way better than fucking resolution. Oh, Sorry. Fucking battery. Yeah. Awesome, man. That was Dave's. The battery and excision are are twice as. That wasn't my fault. Fucking resolution is not a bad movie. Z resolution's like that's a great debut feature film. I can't wait to see what they do next. Not this is the best (laughs) movie of the year. Oh my god, (laughs) that's what resolution. See, I don't understand that mentality, man. Like, miss you're not getting the point of what the series is. Like, it's the best movies of this time. It's like okay. Um, they all kept talking about the endless, which I, I didn't see. So. Resolution didn't mean that much to me because I never saw the Endless. And Endless, I mean, has Endless nothing- is pretty great, but <laughs> it has nothing to do. It, should, it shouldn't placate on how well Resolution lands because of sequel. I, I should actually really watch those because I have the there with both of them on there. I still haven't seen either one of them. Secretocracy is pretty good too. It's not it's ever. Chronic. See, it's a weird whatever series. Is weird. people think like that? They all just purposely picked that movie as the best, but it was just, it it sometimes the cards land very strange. How oh, shit unfolds. I remember what I wanted to say. This was the the reason why we did this show is because this actually was a Patreon pick excision. Who was the Patreoner for this? Jeremy. No idea. Okay. Jeremy, Anyways, you, you have one job. I dude, poli- this was like two years ago. I don't apologize. We are really late on these. <laughs> yeah, but you know they're, they're getting really? done. But anyways, the point of this whole show was made around this uh, this movie. So we decided to create the the theme. It's a good it, movie so. to pick. Yeah, no, it's it's a really good film. It was Ratchet. I think Man. for once, I think Ratchet for once Man. we got three good movies for once. Like all three movies are good. Well, I mean, this is this, is this is this is two weeks in a row that I've had some pretty damn high ratings on three movies. So. Yeah, yeah, these are all great yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, you're right though. It doesn't happen. It was a whole Ratchet lot. Command. Ratchet Command. Okay, yeah. So you're right though. It doesn't happen a whole lot where we get three nope. stellar films in a row. So same guy who picked Serbian film. Good guy, good guy. I think he picked Battlefield Baseball too. Yep, and Killing of a Sacred Dick. Oh yeah, oh, that was right. That the one. baseball one we got to do. Yeah, I was thinking with and Killing of a Sacred Deer and Possum, and I think that's it. 
I don't really know much. I have never seen Possum. I know I missed that one a couple years ago when it came out. I just dark, that's a Dark Sky movie. Yeah. Same. Oh, and we still have the Scream Factory one to do. So we'll we'll figure out a couple more shows here are coming up. But. You mean IFC? Um, no, that's Scream Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dum dum. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you. Uh, you never tell me fuck. Don't you, you know I'm a controversial filmmaker? God, shut up. <laughs> is it time for ratings? Sure. I'm not pushing it along now, Moods. JP I is. think it is. Uh, no, I was, that's well, I what, that, to, no work, he, he knew so, that's I mean, what I, I was getting at. <laughs> he knew that I was, that's what I was getting at. I was like, okay, ratings. To that. Who start? I think JP starts. Yeah. Um, excision. I love Excision. Love, love, love it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a 9 out of 10. Oh, that's me? Am I up next? Yes. I am. All right. So exactly the same. 9 out of 10 for myself. I think we did this. No, you had May 10. I was about to say, I thought we did the same one. That's what I got my ratings out here. 9 out of 10. So. Jeremy. Yeah. 9 out of 10. I'll give it a 9.5. Whoa! Big I like Ricky Gates. I mean, the dude's got a direct correlation to my funny bone. Everything he writes just makes me laugh hysterically. His new movie looks hilarious. Uh, I haven't seen any commercials King, for it yet. What is it? King King Knight? Oh yeah, I think I heard about it. It's not a horror film though, is it? It's like a, it's about witches and Colvin, and it has Andy Melanakis in it, and it looks funny as shit. What the hell? <laughs> I can't imagine him. Put Lee's on my fun. head, but don't call me a Lee head. The one Super thing about Bowl this movie that I wanted a little bit more Super was Bowl John Waters. I wish John Waters had some pretty crazy dialogue or just straight up monologue when uh, when they're doing their meetings and shit like that. Because I, I love <laughs> Dude, like Waters, Waters doesn't really say I a lot just in this. Love John Waters. <laughs> yeah, no, his look is. He great. just makes disapproving faces. Yeah. Well, he shows he does that in Brad and Chucky too. He just has. Yeah, he's one of the best parts of Brad and Chucky. But he is fucking. He's 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 a funny dude, man. John Waters is a funny fucking cat, man. Yeah. Oh, he's great. So he was great in um the this film is not yet rated that documentary on how bullshit the MPAA is. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to pick that up. He was great in there. I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even know if it's in print anymore. I would like to revisit that. I haven't seen it. But but him playing a a movie, I don't need in Blu-ray. Do you need that in Blu-ray? No, no. <laughs> That's a DVD if I ever seen one. <laughs> but him playing a priest last, like whatever the cheap psychiatrist kind of thing, it oh, would have been great. great. It would have been great. great. It would have been great to see him with just a little bit more dialogue. But unfortunately, it was more him listening. It was more of him listening. Five off of the Hall of Fame. Oh really? Oh my god. Eh. Carly would have gave it a Serbian film. Not my fault. Yeah, these things Not are mine happening. Either. These things are happening. Serbian film was your fault. How was it my fault? Well, Dead Alive missed, missed also just barely. That was Jeremy's, that was Jeremy's fault. fault. Herb Dean fault. That's three week. That's three shows in a row that we. That's three. That's three weeks in a row we've had a film missed by half a point. That's crazy. We haven't had a Hall of Painter in a long fucking time. We don't really get. That's because no, we don't no. do fucking franchises. No one pays for franchises anymore. So. Although uh, we could do some shitty films one you day. Half the fucking. Uh, franchises on the Patreon page, we've already done. Someone needs to update that shit. What? Like hardcore. Oh, yeah. What they should do it's like five if you do shitty movies, pick a bunch of ninety four movies. Pick the retro year movies that none of us have watched yet <laughs> and just do like three bad movies from ninety four. That's what you do. Two birds once. No, I don't want to do that. 
Yeah, if you want bad movies, you wait till we get the, from the year? wait till we get the next year. Mirror, mirror franchise. That will be some hall of Because it's gonna be shit. No, fuck. I couldn't even watch the first one, moods. I turned it off. It, I want to do the Wishmaster franchise. <sighs> no, because it's gonna be like me and uh, moods. Like three and four are terrible, and JP's like they're not really that bad. They're and not really that bad. See. <laughs> so predictable well that's the I whole like show that. folks <laughs> i haven't watched them i saw the commercials when i was a kid and i was like nope <laughs> the only problem is they they changed the andrew Div david off don't Divoff. you yeah he no they didn't change him he left because they fucking suck balls probably <laughs> yeah <Don't laughs> work. yeah but if you could get past that they're not that bad <laughs> if you get past the big fucking anal war they ain't that bad <laughs> 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 uh, nice. All right, nice. next week's show we got uh, what Demon Seed? We just did in two movies and Baby Blood. Three? Yeah, two Demon two. Seed and Baby Blood. Yeah, we just do a two one. Pregnancy Horror Volume One. Pregnancy Horror Volume One. Is it? I is, love twelve. Is, is is this a Volume One or is this just a one off? Bad bitches. It just sounds uh, better. Uh, but just I can think of title it Volume One just in case. <laughs> I could think. Of well, some. you could do Pigs, Dream No Evil, and Office Killer. One. Tons of movies. Pigs is a good one. I love Pigs is a good crazy woman killer movie. We could do crazy fat Ethel. Like like pigs, pigs like the seventies pigs. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't seen that forever, man. Fuck. Pigs is great. Yeah. You seen Pigs, JP? Uh, no, I think I have the Vincent though. I think you'd like Pigs. Yeah, I haven't watched in a while. I think I probably watched the when it came out, but like the old fucking uh, trauma DVD too. I only watched the Blu-ray, and I was so mad. I was like, I should have watched this 20 years ago. The I DVD like looks like shit. It's like a full screen. I'm sure it does. It, it looks terrible. Well, trauma, 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 remember the Stenhall syndrome release on Trauma? That <laughs> yeah. was fucking yeah. garbage. That's yeah. Or the garbage. new Gladiators, the fucking faulty one. That that's, was garbage. That's because they were just porting all over their VHS transfers to their DVDs. They're like, oh, DVD, new format? Don't put the but VHS guess what? on. Like, sure as shit did an intro for them, though. I... Honestly, dude, Lloyd? I fucking love Lloyd Kaufman. His like, intro on Surf Nazis. I know. Isn't it fucking funny, dude? <laughs> He's like, we got a black woman before Black Lives Matters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, that's something that we didn't... That fucking brutal line in Excision. <laughs> don't, oh, you know, the, uh, don't you know I'm that African American... Black guy. Yeah, he's like, don't you know African Americans are historically... Uh, massive adulterers or something like that? I'm like, oh, my God, seriously. That's <laughs> such a bad thing to say. Right. He was, it was just like so trying fucking to be nice racist. And I'm like, right? white people like, aren't like notorious you, adulterers too? African-American. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. It's such a bad thing to say. Uh, but uh, but that that's the kind of shit you just shake your head. What, oh, totally. Some, like, suburban white mom would say. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's probably why they put it there, man. It's set in that neighborhood. It really is. It's Ricky Bates humor, man. Yeah. <laughs> like dark and fucking inappropriate. Totally inappropriate. Yeah. Oh. All right, so yeah, so pregnant horror next week. So we go from bad bitches to pregnant horror. That's interesting. Which which horror is pregnant? Demon seed and baby. Shut up! I thought didn't he say pregnant horror? Jeremy didn't get it. Oh my oh, god! Fucking retard. So we're going from bad bitches to pregnant horrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. I get wow, it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jeremy, come on. Okay. All right. Take us out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 222.
of the 22 shots of moods in our podcast we're almost at 250 that's a guys significant episode 222 we'll man. be doing the top 250 yeah. movie posters. shut up no <laughs> posters Top 250 nope, Screen Factory be. posters. Fucking really stupid <laughs> considering nobody can see the show. Top 250 Screen Factory posters. Commission <laughs> Screen Factory posters? Oh, that would be horrific. At 250, Alligator 4K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow the Mad Moods himself, you could do so at youtube.com slash mood616. If you want to follow JP or on his channel, you could do so. And you could see a wonderful live stream test video that he never took down and we could all go and laugh at him youtube.com slash double shot j what was up with that jp i just i wanted to test it and it worked all right follow me on my channel youtube.com slash nes 22 where you could see a shameless plug where you could see uh serve nazis must die deadly games the flag of iron Legendary weapons of China and Ghost Riders. You can see all I'm actually it. proud of you for doing that. You can see all reviews of those on my channel. Well, you right might as well just plug because I'll have all the same reviews coming up here in a couple days. Too. I already have all those reviews already done. You can pick some better than Must Die Up from Troma, Deadly Games from Arrow, Flag of Iron and Legendary Weapons of China from 88 Films. Where did you Ghost get all Riders of them from MVD? MVD. That's insane. Can anyone remember the Shaw Brothers titles without looking at them? No. I love those movies, but every time I go to say the titles, I'm like, what was that one called? No, because most of them are similar, except for the Oily Maniac. <laughs> and you can follow Dave, a.k.a. The Old Man, at YouTube.com slash Mr. Parga. Check out the rest of the field. Sure, he follows on Patreon, Patreon.com slash 22 Shots Podcast. Get the sand sucked on my vagina. Join us on Facebook, Facebook.com, search bar 22 Shots of Moods and Horror. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash 22 Shots Podcast. And that should do it, everybody. Dave, you didn't even have that many angry. I'm proud of you. Not not many angry, grumpy outbursts this episode. I've been I've been taking CBD oil. <laughs> All right, he was well, just the gummy at the beginning. It's just m- the gummies, just the gummies, one m- a day. Making it making him calm. That's interesting. I, I like do it. like they're those good for gummies. you. Those gummies taste. I actually good. thought you were they talking to have- Jeremy when you said that at first, but. <laughs> No, they don't have any marijuana. They don't have any THC in them. They just marijuana? What are you, fucking 80 years old? Doesn't have any marijuana. You never even smoke marijuana. Marijuana isn't even like a fucking 80-year-old word. Marijuana <laughs> ain't a drug. You ever saw a fucking pot like marijuana? Like an, old person. <laughs> yeah, an old person would probably call it pot, you fucking idiot. No. <laughs> marijuana was what an old person would call it. Yeah, 20 years ago. Jeremy's an expert on all things old and young. He has so many life experiences. No, it's not an episode of of 22 Shots unless you have a tangent at the end of the episode. And my tangent is Dave calling it marijuana. So that's it. You're an idiot. Fuck you, Jake. My tangent is you're an idiot. All right. We're we're getting (laughs) the fuck out of here. See you guys next episode for some pregnant horrors. (laughs) I mean horrors. (laughs) Fucking Andrew Dice Clay over here. Deuces. Dickery, dickery, duck. Oh! That pregnant fat bitch son. Oh my god. Actually, my stomach feels a little bit better. I'm surprised I didn't have to shit, man. Fuck. Five minutes later. Martin Tanley. But, but I, I am going that, to that take I, to shit. I was going to bring up, did anyone see TCM? And I was like, that's just going to go on forever. Um, no, not talking about TCM. Yeah. I'm done with talking about we that. Like so much it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
but I think, I, it think sucks, we, I, I think I liked we all it. liked See, it, but it seems like you didn't. No, yeah, I, I think it's terrible. Same. No, I think the gore is excellent, but I think the movie itself sucks. But the yeah. gore is fantastic. I, I was very impressed. Like, I was very impressed that there actually was a chainsaw massacre in it. I was like, holy shit! That's what, that's what we all said. entertaining crap. <laughs> Like 90% of sequels, but we just didn't know any better because we saw them when they came out and we didn't care. No, it's the, the ninth sh- one, man. The short and long, without getting into it, is I was really disappointed in the And I generally wouldn't bring up the whole narrative thing in a in a sequel. But the thing is, this is a direct sequel to the original film. The, the problem I had with it was minor shit like stupid fucking were famous chefs on YouTube and, you know, the cancel culture <laughs> and shit. Like, just, just little things. Yeah, like, but I felt like they were making fun of the the cult the culture yeah, but it's the it's you know me it's still the simple fact that they had to throw yeah. in the cell phone shit and the dialogue in the movie is actually really fucking bad but okay my biggest I think the for me the dumbest the worst parts sally. is like shit that just didn't make sense well yeah sally, sally was terrible well sally, that's sally that's what i'm terrible. getting at man okay so my my first off thing was oh my god dude like okay so in the original texas chance massacre the family you know they're killing people for the sake of killing people it's brutal it is what it is so they're also eating them. Yes, they're cannibals, and and they do what they do, and you know there's no other reason to. So in this film, they kind of set it up where you know these guys go in there and they fuck up, and didn't realize that they want to make lady, mother face a hero, like they wanted to make Michael a hero. They that's made what it. They do. They, yes, that's that's the problem. With this movie, the setup is so bad. They you they almost put the sympathy factor in there. So they so they, they go they in and basically kill. They basically kill off the surrogate mother who runs the orphanage, and then Leatherface is like, holy fuck, like that was my the person that raised me now i got to go into revenge so they give the sympathetic kind of feature to the film and i was like what the fuck so now leatherface is a huge hero i'm like this is it, it made no sense to be a direct sequel to the original film and what they did i get it it's 50 years later but i was like are you fucking with me they, they, did they just do that with the doesn't act like leatherface either no he's 80 years old well look yeah. he's at least 70 and he's make the, he doesn't or, act he doesn't have the same mentality as leatherface none of them ever have they've yeah. never ever duplicated Gunnar hansen's performance but the, the problem is with the leatherface character is that this is again direct sequel so it's 50 years later assuming that leatherface was even 20 years old in the original film he's at least 70 so you probably 70 75 around. years old this well, guy he, is he's he moving around like, like he's moving around like he's pretty fucking young, i don't buy that still he could have been like I mean, 66 to 70 doesn't really matter jp but well, sev- yeah, but, but dude, like you look at Tom Savini and you're like, he's 76. Yeah, but you look well, at Leatherface. Like, it doesn't face matter because the first one, the but, first one is grounded in reality, how they move. This one, he moves like a superhero. So it doesn't, it's not yeah, even right. the same. Yeah, but, the, it's, but it's there's even, other can, It's hard to compare. Too, like, but you like put the, the factor fact in. they don't understand how chainsaws work. <laughs> but you, you put the factor yeah, in. So that, I mean, there's some things you forget. You put the factor in that Leatherface is completely fat. He's completely fat and out of shape. And he's at least 70, 75 years old. He's moving around like a superhero because that's what they made him in the beginning of this film. They made him this fucking like anti-fucking hero because of the sympathy factor. And I'm like, this seems very comic booky to me. So I'm watching this film rolling my eyes at pretty much every piece of dialogue, every character, fucking the whole setup was ridiculous. I did like the setting though because it kind of felt like a Western. They're in this like old Western, you know, and I love the kills. The kills were vicious and brutal and it kind of shocked me that there was a legitimate chainsaw massacre that was actually really entertaining that to watch great. inside a bus. Also, and I was like, fuck the, man, that's pretty cool. The ending surprised me too. I didn't expect him to just cut bitch's head off. Like I was like, I wait, was is this a, I thought it was a dream sequence. <laughs> you know what? My man? favorite character was the hillbilly guy that you thought was going to be a piece of shit, but that was telegraphed too. Oh dude, when oh, he the, gets his leg yeah, broken, mechanic. when he gets oh, his yeah. leg I mean, broken, the only one that like, oh, 
Man, yeah, that that's brutal, that's true. dude. When he gets his legs, Sally broke. fucking surviving that shot. That fucking oh, that's so chainsaw bullshit. through the stomach. Yeah, yeah, and then like, oh, I'm okay. Dude, Leatherface got shot. Like he, Leatherface got killed thirteen times in that movie. Like every, that's what they do now. When they make a new sequel, they just make him Jason Voorhees. They, Michael well, Myers was Jason Voorhees. Leatherface is Jason Voorhees. If they make Freddy, he'll be Jason Voorhees. And that's the that's the other factor in this film that yeah, I thought was completely be ridiculous. Because they literally yeah. made this new TCM sequel as the Halloween fucking sequel. It's the exact same yeah. fucking movie. Like I'm like, yeah, what it's the like fuck? that game that's like, can you, I copy your homework? Yeah, just don't make it look the same. <laughs> Change it a bit. Did anyone think <laughs> Sally was the worst actress ever when she's like, you don't know me? I was yeah. like, this is the yeah. real. So my thing is, when you're well, going to sell care. a movie based on oh, Sally's back 50 years later to, you know, exact revenge and they kill her off in like three scenes like, and she barely uses, it's just horrible. Didn't feel like, didn't they, feel like that could be Sally either. I it, agree. it just felt so wrong to do what they did with the character. They they could have introduced her and had her kind of build up and maybe it's had her right. a better They're character. They're just going to redo it again anyway and you have know, another direct sequel. I felt like You're she right. was there just to die. She was there just to die. How much how much better would it have been if Sally was like a uh, a mom with a wife, like with two kids and like and grandkids and she was playing with her grandkids and she heard about it and she had to make that decision where she was like and she went and she obviously was going to die. That would be so much better. Like, have you ever seen things to do endeavor when you're dead? Yeah. And Al- Andy Garcia goes to get yeah. William Forsythe to be on his team, his yeah. job, yeah. a crime job. And they're all retired. And he sees like, he's got the fucking wife and the trailer and the two kids running in the background. And you're like, this guy really should not be using him right now. Cause he's got a family. That would be so much more impactful than just having her be this renegade bullshit fucking well, stereotypical one dimensional character. It's, it's kind of unbelievable but though I mean, too, the because the, in the narrative, they say that like, you know, after <laughs> friends got killed and stuff she just never left the area becomes a sheriff and just like hunted down leatherface for 50 years i'm like she's got to be the worst sheriff in the fucking world like he's just plugged up in this fucking you know in this abandoned city yeah, no sh- like you think she's dead like, 50 fucking years you think eventually you would have found something out and, and done like it's 50 well, fucking years dude got adopted would be like hey there's a big mongoloid that i was living with right something would have came out you yeah, would have found you him get the it, sense that he's not even ugly in this well he's ugly he's just not no like, they anti-heroed him man it, the, the, the setup to why leatherface does what he does in this film is fucking retarded it's so stupid it's fucking dumb. I mean, it was embarrassing. That didn't bother me as much as some of the other shit. It was embarrassing awful, to me. I was like, they it's just awful writing, but it's got good cinematography and great kills. I, I enjoyed it. For yeah, yeah, no, it, and it's short. Being short helps a ton. The setting oh, was yeah. awesome and the kills were awesome, but you know, we saw. I mean, did I you could, guys watch the I end credit watch. scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could watch I it mean, again. It's brain dead fun. But, you know, as as like a whole movie, like, I mean, I mean, God, dude, like, and I'm, I'm being a harsh and a little bit more hard. If this was just a standalone film, whatever, I would be like, OK, they did what they did. But it is a direct sequel to the original film. And I'm just like, no, that's how I feel about Leatherface. If it wasn't a prequel, I wouldn't care. But it bothers me because of that. This one, I expected absolutely nothing from it. So I, I, I was like, well, I thought it was going to be terrible. And it was terrible, but I liked the kills. And it was entertaining. So I, I enjoyed myself. But there was points where I, I involuntarily cringed. I couldn't so control myself. You're not a fan hey, of Leatherface, are you? You're not a fan of Leatherface. No, I don't. Yeah, see, I think Leatherface. See, I really like Leatherface, but I also feel like there should have been two more films after Leatherface leading into the original Texas Chainsaw. I think there was so much story there that they could have flushed that out a little bit. I could never, I could never get over buying that that kid was Leatherface, and I like you know the same thing with Coming Home in the Dark. Like I just wouldn't, I didn't believe it. I just, I was like, I don't, I, I think that Leatherface was born bad, and I like not bad, but mentally handicapped, and I never could buy anything else. Like I just, and he, it just didn't 
make sense to me. No, and I get that. Trying to like justify it, like it's just it. Uh, you you know that's kind of a it's sloppy. That's yeah. very sloppy See, how they got there. No, I I get but, what you're where you're coming from, but it, it's so hard to disconnect yourself from what we've seen for so many years with Leatherface and stuff. Like yeah, we have that almost ingrained in our mind. It, so. so if you if you put a different perspective of like when you're a child and maybe there was some things that actually led to him being the way he is and stuff like that. I mean. You know, it's possible. I mean, trauma is a thing, you know, upgrade. We know these factors do affect the way you turn out and stuff like that, right? I mean, look at but, serial but killers. I don't buy it like that. Usually people that are that gone yeah. usually are, are bad from the start. Now, the hitchhiker, I would buy something like that happening to him. Right. Because the way he acted seemed like he was just, I don't know. But not Leatherface. Leatherface seemed like he was just, had the mentality of a child his whole life. Even when, you know what I mean? Right. All right, I gotta. All right. I'm gonna go take a leak here. <clears throat> That's all, folks.